and thank you for once again joining me on another trip to Nintendo Land. I am your host, Mike Burgess, video producer for RationalPassions.com. Uh, unfortunately for this episode, my usual co-host, Alex O'Neill, will not be here. But um, as I will say now, who needs him when I have these <laughs> wonderful guests here? Uh, I've collected some some people I know that are big Pokemon fans, and I hope you're all... Uh, Pokemon fans listening, because this episode is going to be predominantly about that. We got a lot of Pokemon news uh, last week, and we also got um, the Pokemon Isle of Armor DLC, which we've all somewhat played. Uh, so we'll be talking a whole lot of that this episode. But also, there's some other stuff. We got we finally got um, our Smash character announced, and we've also got some Animal Crossing updates, and I've been playing that too. So we'll get into all of that. Uh, but first, real quick, some ho- some housekeeping um uh on the on our nintendo feed once again thank you for everyone who's been uh look checking out the trip to nintendo land feed uh we're still kind of uh adding new shows and doing some things on there uh we we kind of re since uh min min was announced as a new dlc fighter early this week uh we're recording this like we uh it, that was like this past monday so we're recording the friday after that all went down um, or actually, no, she was, or the, the, that was the day she was released, excuse me, mm-hmm. uh, was the previous Monday we're on. But um, uh, we all sat down, the the, 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 the podcast that predated uh, this whole Nintendo Land feed and idea uh, was Podcast Ultimate, which me, Alex O'Neill, and Scott White did, which was focused on, you know, Smash Ultimate um, before its release. And we talked about all the news there for Smash. Um uh, basically, uh, we did a reunion episode of that and uh, basically predicted what we who we all think are going to be the last five DLC characters uh, for the pass that are going to come out hope, hopefully in the new fu- near future if the world doesn't uh, burn down mm-hmm. before then. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was it was fun being able to uh, do all that. But it also, you know, I you know not to bring a very dour. Uh, conversation right here at the top, but it's also a little weird talking about Smash Brothers right now because what's going on in their community. Um, oh yeah, uh, I will oh, say yeah. for sure. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I, you know, I, d- I don't want to like I do want to talk about Smash and you know, again one of the topics is talking about Min Min and the DLC fighter, and I do I do want to talk about that because it is fun, but at the same time I don't want to just act like this other thing didn't happen. Yeah, and like that's clearly just you know happened the same week. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of people, a lot of very uh, big figureheads and like uh, very popular players uh, and commentators in, in the Smash uh, scene got kind of outed as you know very awful things, predatory towards Pe- minors, files yeah, sexual, primarily. yeah, sexual harassment, like a whole bunch of very awful stuff. Mm. Um, and it was very uh, definitely sucks to see, but at the same time, like I I've, I I love Smash and. You know, again, we we did that whole podcast about Smash. I wouldn't necessarily consider myself like a hardcore Smash player or competitive guy. Like I've never really gone to like tournaments or scenes or anything. But I still, you know, have you know, I've I've watched turn. I've, I've I have like watched Smash streams and like Evo and stuff. And I've seen these people who have have been in this scene for decades, like and you know have like almost helped form it in a way. And now you hear all this, and it's like holy crap! I can't even. Yeah, it's it's, it's yeah. Awful. For those that yeah. like want to hear more about that, um, just like from 
uh, other big figureheads that aren't particularly like players or commentators, but are very well known in that industry. Uh, you can check out uh, Omni, uh, O M N I on on okay. YouTube. He uh, kind of did like a forty minute breakdown of things that are happening, his thoughts on it, and then um, Mighty Keith, uh, mm. who is like he does like sketches on YouTube and stuff. But he's he he was uh, used to be very big in the. Okay. Uh, Smash community and he like streamed yesterday and I'm sure there might be a VOD on his on his Twitch stream uh, where he just kind of like right. talks about everything and like uh, and his reactions to everything and, and it's 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 wild like you know covering that on uh, Dual Shockers yesterday like I spent like five hours like going through tweets and like Oof. all that jazz so it, it, it it's crazy it's it's um really sad and disappointing and frustrating but um you know it's for yeah. definitely for the better yeah that's that's what i'd say is like at the uh, like as as awful as it's see all this and like you said i i i've i've heard of i've heard of both those those guys and i was also like like seeing some smash streamers like kind of coming on and kind of talking through this and like seeing some of their raw reactions was rough because you know these are guys who like they they were considered friends with with these people and mm-hmm. you know had no idea and there's like so many other layers to it of yeah. course um so it's just it's it's tough um and again i you know we i would not i i just speaking for myself i would not consider myself super knowledgeable on the, the smash community at large and the competitive mm-hmm. scenes but i still at the same time like would I didn't want to sit here and be like, yeah, smash, woohoo, and like not bring up something that's like actually pretty important and larger than that. So, um, doing an unfortunate uh, segue <laughs> to some lighter news on video games, uh, I have I have some uh, updates here. Uh, the first one we'll go into, which I think it was fun, and I think a lot of people were waiting to see, was a new Animal Crossing update. Which they kind of they they showed the first wave what they're calling the first wave update uh, for oh, the I summer get it. first wave Animal Crossing <laughs> yeah wave exactly. ocean the, the <laughs> wave in the ocean I literally exactly. didn't see it until you just said it like that so <laughs> tells you more about yeah, me the, than the game's update to be honest yeah I know like the there's some there's some big brain people over there it's true uh, at Nintendo that's for sure um, yeah they basically they said there's this this first update coming in July. Which actually just dropped today, so I'll talk a little bit about about it more uh, when we get to the game. Actually, what we're playing because I played a bunch today uh, and messed around with it. But basically, now now um, they've added a way to like you can basically dive into the water around your island and like uh, dive underwater and like you can find little like sea creatures like octopuses or mm-hmm. like scallops or you know all kinds of different things uh, underneath the water now too. And then you can take those to blathers and, and put them in your museum. Mm-hmm. So now you can, you know, it just adds like a bunch of more things you can, you know, see in the museum exhibits and things in, in the under and like in the, in the sea and underwater section. So it's really cool. Yeah. I saw um, the, that's, that's, I, I haven't played the update yet, but the, mm-hmm. I saw something on Twitter that made me think, wow, like sometimes you forget that Nintendo is a Japanese company, but then right. I saw the update and the letter that you get, this is like spoilers for the Animal Crossing update, whatever that means. Um, but uh, the the letter that they said they send to you as the player is, "Hi everyone, we we did a, a safety check of the water around your your island, and it seems yeah. like it's safe to mm-hmm. swim in." I'm like that. 
as someone who like lived abroad for for years i'm like that is the most japanese way of saying it because it's not like like i guess in my head the american way would be like it's summertime guys time to jump in the water the water's fine in japan it's like well we have done a a very dense assessment of the water t- uh, water biomes and temperature you are now okay to jump in yeah you're, um, you're okay you're totally fine yeah yeah it, it is it's adorable and it's like and it's like funny to think of it in the animal crossing sense because I'm, I'm sure there's been some memes of this already i haven't necessarily seen a whole lot because since the update just came out today so i'm sure a lot more st- stuff will come out and over mm. the weekend but like you know there's still we're in we're in the summer season so there's still like sharks and stuff you can catch the water yeah. and things like that <laughs> what's up with that so i'm just i'm just yeah I'm just, I'm just waiting for that like you know somebody to have like a screen like you know you see like a video and there's some person swimming around the water and they just come up on like a, a shark fin in the water and just get scared yeah or something like that um i haven't seen that yet but i'm sure it's uh, somebody will make those memes and jokes coming up next the Twitter. jaws recreation inside of actually that probably is already a thing now that i think about it after seeing like all yes. the horror movie recreations when it first came out, like that's it's gotta be a thing. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say I, I, I remember seeing a fan art uh, specifically, like I think it was like a few weeks back of like somebody drew. It was like somebody fishing out. Uh, it was like a really nice like uh, painted version of like the, an Animal Crossing villager pulling a whale shark out of the water. <gasps> but it was like, but it's like done in a scene where like the whale shark is like twenty times the size and it's about to crush the villager. Oh my god! It's very, it very cute. <laughs> But oh, but man. yeah, it's it's it totally is that stuff. Um, so yeah, it's it's fun. Uh, I'll, I'll get into it. You know, I guess gameplay wise, it's pretty straightforward. You know, you just you can go to the shop in your on your island, or you can go to like the little Nook Mile uh, ATM and order um, a swimsuit, and then it basically is just like another item in your inventory where you can just equip it, and then you can just jump into the water and like swim around and do stuff. Nice. Um, so that's pretty fun. Um, they did, I, they I hear did it's bring, random um, too. I hear it's like the uh, the swimsuit that you get is like a random color. Yeah, right? you, you, um, at, at least um, from the the ones you can get from the Nook Shop are different every day. So there's like different styles. Ah, uh, okay. okay. I, again, this I feel like now like my my understanding of video games is through is purely through the lens of Twitter because I saw someone complain about how ugly their um their swimsuit was, and that's all I know about the summer update besides the meme that I just <laughs> yeah. told you so. <laughs> I'm glad yeah. that we all know as as much as I, I know, know, which is nothing. Yeah, because I because I I I've luckily played it just mm. just now. But um, yeah, I, I already bought a swimsuit. Um, and it's like a, it's like a, it looks like kind of like an old timey, like mm-hmm. onesie. <laughs> yeah, that like, you that like that like yeah. that like people wore back like old men wore back like in the fifties, and it's like mm-hmm. you know white and blue stripes, like strongman style or whatever. Yes. Or, um, yeah, exactly. What was that game? Um, Bioshock Infinite on the beach or whatever. Yes, 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 it is one hundred percent. It looks one hundred percent one of like one of those. I love how um, my brain is so broken that I go, "Yeah, you're like the nineteen fifties." I'm like, "Yeah, you know, Bioshock Infinite from history, like, <laughs> yeah, you know that that, that, that game that yeah, definitely the took place. Game. That yeah, that that total historical uh, factual thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God. <laughs> anyway, but no, it's it's, um, but it's it's fun. Like it was a thing in the previous one in New Leaf, and 3ds. So like it, it, uh-huh. it's it's just. So like, it, although it's like not an entirely brand new thing, it is still nice to then just be like, ah, oh, yes, here's a new thing to do in this in this particular Animal Crossing, which I like a lot. Mm. Um, and then oh, the the one other thing is, um, they did bring back a character. So if you get a um, well, once a day, if you get a scallop out of the uh, out of the ocean, 
uh, you know, this the odd, the sea otter dude comes out. His name's Pascal, mm-hmm. and he basically you basically have the opportunity to give him that that scallop that you get um, during the day, and then he will give you in this game specifically he will either give you pearls which you can use to craft items or he'll give you DIYs for like new items Ooh. that are like beach they're like beach and like summery themed Very and he's fun. he's he's really funny too he's like he's like um I'm trying to think of oh, excuse me like trying to think of a character to like compare him to mm-hmm. but he's kind of just like a weird conspiracy theorist oh no. kind of dude out out of the water so like you like you like give this him this now. Yeah, you'll you'll, get, you'll give him a scallop, and then he'll be like, "All right, man, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you this details." And then like he told me he told like I think the last thing he told me I forget like the very specifics of it, but he was like, he was just like, "What's what's up with peanut butter, man? Is it, you know you never know what's going on with it." And he just like oh my god, like started ranting about <laughs> peanut butter. Um, and then I also I also saw on Twitter as well that there's like a he 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 makes like a joke about people who like essentially like do like the time traveling. Stuff no in the way, game, really. really. He, yeah, he he basically wow. says like, man, days, man. If you if you take days, if you, it's like it's worded in a way that like kind of like pokes fun at it, where it's just like, man, if you go day by day, it's nice and easy. But if you if you jump two way ahead, chaos. <laughs> it's, it's, oh it's, it's like it's like something like that. He it's, like breaks it's, the it's, fourth uh, wall. Yeah, it's, it's to an extent. Oh my god, yeah. that'd be so funny if it was like some flowery type stuff or something. <laughs> yeah, that would be very fun. Yeah. But um yeah he's I, I like him a lot he's he's fun uh, he's just like a little sea otter dude who like comes out of the water once we once you find a scallop, um, but yeah that's that's like mostly it. Um, again it, it was it seemed like a it, it, I felt like it was coming because again it was a thing in New Leaf, and like they so far like the the two major updates they've done were things that were in New Leaf, um, nice. so they're I think they're just kind of slowly bringing that stuff back but also like with some like new little features alongside those um so yeah it's cool um cam are you are you much of an animal crossing guy or not really no i'm not an animal crossing guy i've never been really um attracted to uh management sims they just kind of feel like doing chores but in the form of a video game uh but uh spirit fairer which is an indie game uh that's coming out soon that's like uh management uh that, that that i'm really interested in that one uh because it actually feels yeah, like that there's an a reason to do what you're doing instead of just kind of like a, a, right, a simulation like, of sorts. Yeah, you're you're kind of unraveling a story. Yeah, because I actually played that at um, I played at PAX yeah. East earlier this year, which which like God, uh, that feels like eighty nine years ago. Hmm. Um, but uh, but also during um, I think it was like they did like some kind of Steam uh, Steam like summer festival thing where they put a bunch of demos on Steam and there was like a Spirit Fair demo on that too. I think it was it was the same it was the same demo from PAX, but it was like it had like a couple more mm-hmm. things. But it's yeah, I, I'm into that game too. I'm pretty uh, stoked to check that out. And the uh, the art style is great. Oh yeah, it's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's that was like one big update from Nintendo. Uh, yeah, so I guess now we can talk about Min Min and Smash. She is our first uh, season pass two character. She got. Right, right. Like it was last week that she got revealed by Sakurai, and we got to see Sakurai's home with his with his dual screen TVs and every console, video game mm-hmm. console in existence. Yep. Yeah, he was he was flexing in that, which I appreciate. I, I, like, I, can I didn't actually that. watch the reveal video with Sakurai, so but now that you say that, I'm like, oh, maybe I should watch that just for that, just to see his uh, his yeah. home setup. You know? 
Yeah, yeah. He, he didn't. He didn't go like hardcore on the view, but he just he just like had an opening of mm-hmm. just like wow. I think I think this I think this is the first time um, anyone has seen like a Nintendo executive's office and and like a thing. I think <laughs> is like what he said. That's funny. And then he like and then he like showed like a like a like it looked like he just like put the point of the camera at his like TV setup. He just has these like two massive TVs that take up an entire wall. Holy crap! And then he has like a whole he has like a whole entertainment center, and he has like like it was like every console it was like an SNES. NES, like a play, he had like a PlayStation Four and a PlayStation Three, and like you know, all, all kinds of stuff. He was definitely flexing, um, but yeah, he he kind of did that, and then it kind of went more into like the typical Smash presentation where you know we got the cool, the really cool like art style kind of like I don't I guess like sort of cell shaded kind of like painted over like animation style arms, yeah. uh, like trailer. I really I really like that trailer. It was like it has a cool look. Um, and I'm sure there's like a more specific term for that 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 art style, but I'm not sure uh, what that is. But yeah, we basically it was kind of like a it's kind of like the previous or kind of like one of the previous ones, like the the Terry Bogard reveal where it just ended up being all the armed fighters characters fighting over the invitation to Smash, and then Min Min appears after she gave Captain Falcon ramen, and then she <laughs> fights him and beats them all up, and then uh, joins Smash Which- and. Which I was gonna say, I was like, Min Min was like the most wanted character from Arms to make it in, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, more more or less. Uh, she def- um, she basically um, Sakurai in the in the stream said that the the producer of Arms more so requested her, but also um, there was like a, I think it was like last year there was like a big like in game Arms like event where they basically had like players play as characters in the game to like basically have like a contest of like who's like their favorite character and Min Min won that like contest oh, okay. basically and they made like a bunch of art on Twitter for her like official art of like hey Min Min won this this thing that you, you did so I think like once that kind of happened they probably were like okay yeah that makes sense to have her in cuz she was very popular among I guess like the wide array of fans I, but I know there was the fan there was the a fan car- vote essentially yeah, mo- yeah, pretty much. Yeah, uh, but I definitely know there was some other people who definitely wanted like Twin Tail as a character. Yeah, um, and yep. like uh, uh, there's like one other character that I'm thinking of, but that I definitely I definitely felt like Min Min and Twin Tail were definitely like the two most kind of what what people wanted and are hoped for, and 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 I feel like no one wanted Spring Man, which I also yeah agree with. yeah no yeah I yeah I played with I dabbled with Min Min a bit um. Not my type of character, mm-hmm. but definitely fun and different. Like, it's, um, you know, because I know that a lot of people are tired of sword characters or whatever, you know, and all that jazz. So, um, so it's cool that, you know, that even though personally for me, like, I don't really care about Min Min or ARMS, like, coming in and Smash, like, that it's still a character that is new and different um, in that sense. No, yeah, I, I, def- I definitely agree. Like, I, we, uh, I played Min Min a little bit earlier this week when she came out, and then uh, we also did a stream on Twitch where we all just like what we usually do when a new character comes out, is we usually just like play a bunch, of, like open up an arena online and just play a bunch of Smash. Mm. We played some there too, and I and I and I agree. I have some sentiments of like I I don't think she'll be a character I play that much, uh, but but I but I think she is like really cool and just how like different she is compared to like a lot of characters in Smash. Mm-hmm. And that and that like you know that game has like eighty, almost eighty five characters or something like that now, Jesus right? Jesus Christ, it's become and Mug- like, it's become Mugen. 
Yeah, it is. And there's still, like, more characters to come. And, like, the, the, but the fact is, is, like, you know, they have that many characters. And she, like, still feels like such a unique character that's, like, not never really been in that game before to an extent. With, like, basically... Uh, her, her a, the A button and the B button each control her individual arms. So, like, A controls her left oh, arm and B yeah. controls her right arm. So, basically, if you're... <clears throat> Um, she had uh, basically it's all that. So like if you do just if you just hit A, she'll punch out. If you do like a, a hold left or right in A, she'll do like a smash attack version of, and it'll just shoot at her arm. And like that's like all of her, like literally all of her moves are that. Besides her down specials and up attacks and stuff like that. Like so like basically it's all it's all kind of like you know having to play that distance game and zone characters out to an extent. Um, so she, yeah, she's she's just very different. But, um, and, you know, you can trans, and, like, one of her arm, you can, like, transform into different style of arms. So, like, one becomes kind of, like, a weird boomerang. And then there's also, like, a super heavy kind of, like, metal ball that she can shoot out that's, like, really powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, she's she's pretty interesting. Um, very different from a lot of the other characters. Um, I will say that I like, I like, I was not big a fan of arms as a game, but I like the music. So it's cool to have the music in that stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard because it's pretty good. Yeah, I heard that arms soundtrack is like incredibly good. It's very yeah. good. Huge fan of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's yeah. one of the few like big Switch titles I still have yet to get, and it's getting to the point where like it's not being printed anymore. So I need to get it soon before it goes yeah. up in price. But because I, I, you know, I never got the chance to, to actually play arms myself. But like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think throughout the years that I've like. I've seen more gameplay. I'm like, even though it's not smash, like it seems like it seems fun and unique and I, and I want to give it a shot. Yeah. That's like the arms was like very promising to me, but I just, I think as at least from the first, that initial game, like it just, it felt overall a little lackluster and just in terms of like the amount of content. Mm -hmm. Cause like, you know, it had like your, it kind of had a standard um, arcade mode. So you, you know, it wasn't like a, there was like a proper story to it, which is fine. But it was just kind of that, and then you know you can play online against other people, mm-hmm. um, and that's that's kind of all there was to it. You know, like there wasn't a lot of, you know, there was not a lot of like cool, interesting progression to it that I kind of was hoping for. I was hoping, you know, you know, Splatoon. I was kind of hoping, you know, again, you know, it it sucks that I think some of it was just from you know I really like Splatoon, and I was coming off of like Splatoon being a much more like kind of featured game in my opinion yeah. when I when I when I played it and just played a lot of it. So then I jumped into arms kind of expecting that just a little bit. Um, and then that, it kind of just wasn't really that. Not to, not to say it was like bad because of it, but it just kind of wasn't that. So it kind of was just like, eh, I, I'll just kind of, I just kind of want to, I just not into it. Um, but, I, but I think it has potential still as, as like a series. Like I, I would be totally down for them to try it again or revisit again. But I think, I think also a thing with it is like it was made by the Mario Kart team at Nintendo. Oh, oh I did not know I'm that. I'm pretty sure that's. I'm pretty not sure that that's. I, I, at least it was like some amalgamation of that. I think it was like some of the Mario Kart team and maybe some other part of the the team is inside Nintendo. So like, I wouldn't be surprised like it maybe it comes back, but I I would see them maybe doing another Mario Kart first before. Oh they, yeah, 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 for sure. They probably would go back to Arms maybe, um, but yeah. Um, huh. I'm, hmm. and Smash. I don't. I don't know about. I I don't know about that one because I feel like that. Like Mario Kart 8 still sells buckets. Like I, I just recently got Mario Kart 8, and I've had a Switch since the end of 2017, I think, or something like that. Like the year it came out, 
Uh, so I, I feel like that they're going to try and uh, feed off of that as long as they can. I, I, like, if, 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 if I had to put money on it, I would say that we'd get an ARMS 2 before a new Mario Kart, uh, like a Switch Mario Kart. Hmm. I mean, I, I think I, 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 def- I definitely think we would see Mario Kart more, but like, I wouldn't necessarily, but I would say it would be a very different game than Mario Kart 8. Like, I don't think they would go all the way to say like, here's like Super Smash Kart, but, mm. but I, but I think they would still just go like, all right, here's the next Mario Kart, but it is way more of like a broader stroke of like kind of what they did with 8, where like they start, they put Link yeah. in, in the Link track and they put you know, some the F-Zero stages in and they put like, you know, I really hope they do that stuff and deluxe. Like, I think, I think it'll still be like Mario Kart at, at the center of it. Like it'll still be Mario focused, but I think we will just see a lot more of integrated Nintendo, other Nintendo stuff. Like, you know, put, you know, C- Captain Falcon in as an actual character, but the more F-Zero stages in it are, you know, even just pick random franchises from their history. Like they, they still kind of did it. Like they put an excite bike stage in mm-hmm. there, um, in eight. So like, I could see them just pulling from older f- franchises and just being like, yep, here's a, here's like a, I don't know, a stunt race track or, you know, a pilot wings co- track or something like that. And do I think, think they, they might, I was going to say, do you just, think that it would be worse if we got into a situation where all the characters and ideas and stuff that we wanted for smash, actually ended up being in the next Mario Kart. Like, can you imagine? Like, everyone's been, like, saying, like, and I know that Cam's been one of these people as well, is, like, Sora. Sora for Smash. Like, what if Sora got into Mario Kart I'd be so mad. Smash Brothers? I'd be so like, mad. What if, what if Sans Undertale was a main Sans, character Sans. In, um, in Mario Kart instead? What if, Honestly. Um, what else? Honestly, I'd, be, I'd be all in. But I'm saying is that I, I think that Nintendo no, I, I, thrives on this, like, weird sense of, like, uh, Shakespearean irony that like whatever you think yes. you want you're never gonna get and then the thing that you probably never expected you're gonna like end up getting like yeah, I'm yeah, telling yeah, you in my get. in my head there's like a universe where like before we get Bloodborne 2 we get the Bloodborne Hunter in Mario Kart 2 from Nintendo <laughs> Switch you know what I'm saying oh like, that would get, be so funny like, yeah. We get the main character for, like, we get a teaser for Persona 6 by having them be, you know, carting <laughs> all afternoon, essentially. You're driving around Mementos. Yeah. Mementos is a map. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm telling, or like Morgana. Morgana actually is a perfect character as the yeah, cart be, representation yeah. of Mario. Yeah, Kart. that would be, that would actually be really cool. Honestly, um, be, take this, yeah, Mario. Honestly, here's like, like yeah, here's my feeling. <gasps> oh wait, I'm sorry. I'm having Jimmy Neutron brain blast right now. Uh, the next Mario Kart we're gonna get is not gonna be a traditional Mario Kart. It's going to be okay. Mario Double Dash Squared. I would. Re- it's gonna be not two, but like Four. Mario Double. Like it's gonna be like like the to the power of two, and then we're gonna have like duos from like ma- like major franchises, and then it's, guess it's who's just- gonna be there? Joel and Ellie are gonna be. In oh my god, riding, riding in a jeep. Joel, next to Jack and Daxter, Dolan. yeah. Next yeah. to Jack and Daxter and Ra- and Ratchet, Ratchet and, Clank. and Clank. Uh, the Bloodborne Hunter is going to the be Bloodborne there. Hunter. Yeah, with um, <laughs> Ga- Father Gascoin is going to be in the back. Put put Spike and an ape escaping monkey in there, and I'm good. And like, take it all the way back to there. But, put Spyro and Crash in there. There you go, but, dude. <laughs> go ahead. We have. We have well, I was saying, like, what's here. the what's the like? I'm not a big numbers guy, so like, I don't know the over under of like how much money A to B makes, but. I think it would be pretty comparable. I would say Mario Kart to Smash Brothers, right? Like, yeah, yeah I definitely the attach think attach rate like one to one. I, I, yeah, because 
Yeah, I, I was just gonna say I definitely think that like if they did something similar where they did that with you know their other for, at the very least their other big first party uh, titles and just made a track based off that you know those worlds like it would be awesome you know. Yeah. But like, yeah, well, I guess the, the main question I was asking, though, is that like, I know that like behind the scenes, it's like this really big deal business wise, right? To be like, oh, man, like we got to have our character in Smash Brothers because it's like free advertising. People become right. attached to the characters and then go back. Right. But like, I guess in my head, fighting games are inherently um, or not inherently, but fighting games tend to be more on the competitive side. Yeah. Right. And I think. Yeah. Uh, by the, their very nature of being competitive kind of prevent some classes of people from engaging them with them. Um, so I was thinking, like, wouldn't it be just as vital to get a guest character in Mario Kart, right? And, yeah. Like, I, that's where, I, like, I, again, I was partially memeing when I said that joke, but I was like, I think that it, like, logically, if Nintendo wants to get a, a bucket ton of money from, like, all these different people, like, just going to Sony and being like, hey, we really like the Persona kid, you know, we really like Snake, how about we just put him in a car, you know what I mean? Like, and I don't think Sony's doing that with any of their characters anyway, so, like, it's not like they're stepping on each other's toes, um, so I, I don't know, it would just be interesting. Yeah, that, that, I think, yeah, because Mario Kart sells, you know, Mario Kart sells more than Smash does, um, so that would definitely be plausible. I, I think it's just because Smash just it's just so hand in hand with Smash at this point of like these mm-hmm. huge characters making it to Smash. Like and mm-hmm. you know, when with Mario Kart it's like, oh cool, you know, I, I can drive around, there's a new map, and then that's kinda it. But then with with um you know, there's no real differences in skill or like what your car does or things like that, um, particularly mm. that make it more mm. enticing to play as these characters or like want these characters to like be in the game. Um, but mm. with Smash, it's like, okay, I want this character in because I want to play this character. Like, you know, because, um, you know, everyone has their own play styles in in fighting games and so for me like mm. but for me like when if Sora got announced in Smash like I would I would play him regardless if uh he really fit my my play style or like I would learn to adapt because that's how badly I want that character and if Sora were in mm. Mario Kart mm-hmm. it'd be like okay this is cool but I'm just driving around a Sora in a cart does, does that make sense yeah right. like I, no, I 100% I feel I def- that I, 100% feel that. I definitely think that yeah. you that there's still a you were like are completely valid that they could totally do that and they would still make a crap ton of money. Um, mm-hmm. But I, that's like kind of where my mentality is about it. Um, and I think that other mm-hmm. players, especially those in the more competitive aspects of smash, um, that's where like their heads are probably at with it. For sure. But here's the interesting thing though, that I, like, as you were talking about that came to my head, is that like Smash, and like I, I'm very separate from the Smash community as well, but like mm-hmm. it's this thing where Smash became competitive, like almost like against the wishes of its creators, mm-hmm. almost. Because yeah. if you hear any interviews, right, where you talk to um, Sakurai, he's like, like when people ask him about, like, oh yeah, like are you gonna release the patch notes? Or are you gonna do this? And he's like, what? And like it's almost like he doesn't, like at least in the beginning, like maybe not this current version yeah. but like the pa- the previous interviews he's done he's been like oh no this game is for fun and like all the competitive yeah. people who are like spending money to play competitively do know like 
why do you add tripping? This is a competitive thing. And he's like, well, you know, it's a game that's supposed to be about fun, like fun competition. Yeah. And like, meanwhile, people who are playing just Final Destination are like just gripping their hair out of their head or whatever. So I think it's this weird thing where like Nintendo engages with the, with the idea of like competition at the behest of its community. Right. And I think that Absolutely. now, you know, after making games like after dipping their toes more into the competitive nature of their games, I think it would actually be really tight if they were like, hey, you know, in this hypothetical um, Mario Kart squared or whatever, like you could customize your cart maybe or like, you know, have different things where like, okay, like you know, they kind of like dabbled into the customizability and differences between like the motorcycles and mm-hmm. and cars and stuff. But like, what if there was like actual technique to the driving or like, yeah, okay, right. well you chose a heavy character and like, they they kind of had this already, but it's very like yeah, there, there's very circumstantial it. where it's like oh I'm playing Bowser, which means that if I don't get hit, then I'm gonna be going faster if I stay on the straight and narrow longer or whatever. Yeah. Um, but like it means that I can't get faster quickly, right? So I'm all I'm trying to say with all this stuff is that like in my head again I'm not a driving game guy either, but like there is a scenario in which like, they see at like Nintendo main offices like well. This game's been really successful for us because of the people that continue to play it year after year after year. Why can't we do that to a certain degree with, you know, with our other franchises and then just make it another sort of money machine? It's, you know, yeah, it's definitely there's definitely the potential there for that. Um, And that's kind of like what you're talking about with the uh, customizations and like mechanics that could put into the next Mario Kart is why Double Dash is my favorite. Not because you have like two people, but Mm -hmm. like uh the like the drift like you had to be really good at drifting it was very much it it was uh less handholdy um mm. in, in in its driving and also like depending on who was who you picked you had like those special items that only that they got and that added more mm. i feel um skill and competition and like uh how how do i how, how do i think of the right word but it just, it just made it feel... Like a tier list, essentially. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, oh, well, I'm going to choose like the babies because the babies have like high acceleration. Even though the items that they get aren't that good, I'd rather have high acceleration to get to the next item, essentially. Yeah, exactly. And, like, that's kind of like where I'm at, is that like I played... Double Dash is my favorite as well, and that's why I'd use Double Dash as the example. Because of like you could see that Nintendo behind the scenes were kind of like, well, what if we do this? Like small like little tinges that like feel like they're leading towards like a competitive seen to it mm-hmm. but like just barely stop right before they can actually make it a thing you know yeah yeah no and i and i, I definitely agree I, I, w- I will say like as somebody who my personal favorite mario kart is eight i think there is a lot of uh some of the stuff you guys said in that in that game um it's, mm. it's just not it's just not immediate i, I would say like it, i feel like it doesn't really come apparent unless you play a lot of the game online against people who are like who have played a lot of that game? Because like mm. I would say that, but I, but I would say like like you, I definitely agree that like I think it it would need I would love to see things like from Double Dash return in this game specifically like the specific character items. Um, I think would be a, a, again like that's another interesting layer of strategy uh, to that game and and like would would make it matter more in which character you picked because I would say like in eight. Yeah, there there is a there is more of a gradation in terms of like you know there is Bowser who's the heaviest heavyweight, um, so he has his stats a certain way. But then even like a character like Waluigi who's like also technically a heavyweight has like slight differences, but they're not like that dramatic to like make a huge difference. But then okay, like wait. you play as you play as Toad, 
who's mm. you know super super light but like you know there, there's like a weird gradation in mario kart 8 that's not like immediately apparent mm. um and like people have like kind of looked through like the files and seen all of the stuff that like there is there is like a like a like a level of like like exactly like you're saying like nintendo is thinking of those things and i even want to say with like um I've not I've not really played it at all, but the mob the mobile Mario Kart mm-hmm. I think has some stuff like that where I think like they're looking a lot more at like you know the like you said the ongoing that idea of an ongoing Mario Kart that's like constantly getting like like they're putting like new like outfits and essentially skins for characters mm. to like unlock in that game they're on, they're giving you like parts of carts to like customize more with and like they're adding stages more new tracks over time and that so like I would love to see a a new Mario Kart on Switch that kind of you know not not like as like a mobile game where it has a lot of mobile game trappings necessarily but like some kind of ongoing mario kart yeah like hey here's like a even like some kind of weird nintendo version of a season like a like a season pass or something like that yeah Yeah, and that grand prix pass or whatever and that's yeah like yeah battle pass or whatever it is yeah yeah, that's Mm. kind of what a lot of people are saying about smash is that like with smash ultimate like smash ultimate should just go on forever because if 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 they, they go on forever then they can still use those characters because you know if they start fresh with Smash, like you know, what, bye bye. A, a fit, yeah, like twenty twenty percent like. of that yeah. roster is gone and not coming gone. back. Like the you know, uh, there's already stories about how hard it was for uh, Sakurai and Nintendo to get Cloud back from Square Enix. Oh yeah, and so yeah, like right. you know that ain't gonna happen a second time. I don't. I honestly don't think many other characters would be that hard to bring back um, from third party, but yeah. like. You know, Cloud, I think Cloud personally uh, was the character that made people think that literally anyone could be in Smash, you know, because yeah. Snake was just yeah. like an unexpected surprise and people were like, wow, like some, like Snake is in Smash. But then when Cloud got announced, they were, you know, with being s- such an iconic character that like, you know, not, uh, not saying Snake isn't, but uh, with Cloud, it was just like, it, fe- it just felt different. It hit different. When that when yeah, that totally. when that announcement it came, hit different. it hit different. Like <laughs> everyone was just like, any anything can happen now. Uh, so uh, yeah, I think that if when it comes to Smash, that's kind of uh, what I think that they should do with Smash. It's just it's just keep giving it updates. Like you know, give some like let Sakurai rest for a bit and then come back like a few like <laughs> let a, the man rest. yeah let the man rest uh, like a year or yeah. so you know like you can still do like some patches and stuff like that and then and then bring in new characters again uh you know uh yeah that's, it, it, that's definitely I think that a, a sentiment I've seen I, too yeah like people wanting that yeah I feel like so go ahead can, yeah I was just say well I, as you guys were talking about this I was thinking like. Man, like, what innovation could they even do? And I, I know I'm circling back to this, like, fan fiction Mario Kart <laughs> idea. But, like, so hear me out. This is the idea that I came up with that we're now going to sell to Nintendo. And we'll use this as, okay, a, as the, like, the DMCA takedown if they use these ideas. Nintendo, the copyright, copyright, copyright. Ready? So we take the Double Dash idea, right? But the one caveat is that you need to have your characters locked in one position. And there's a reason for that. So now, the reason why it's called squared or two after is that you have... You know how, like, you can, like, throw, like, the green shells forward and backwards? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now, whichever character is in the front position and whichever character is in the back position, that affects how your items 
like gets spit out essentially. Yeah. So like if you right. have like we'll, we'll separate into like speed, power, and tricky or whatever. We're doing like the tennis rules. Yeah. So let's the idea that I had was like let's say you have uh, Waluigi right in the background right and on the back seat of your car. Mm -hmm. If you get a mushroom, if you hit it and like without hitting a button or whatever, it would just be a normal speed up mushroom, right? But if you have mm -hmm. Waluigi, he like he does like his little like wah and like throws it behind him and it, it's now a poison mushroom that makes your opponent slower. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So or like if you have the babies more. in the back, it, you could take your mushrooms and then if you hit like back before using it or something, it transforms into three baby mushrooms, which make you go faster in three small spurts as opposed to one long spurt or something. Yeah, 100%. Uh, like, That'd be like which way could more then strategic. like completely like mess with the item tier list of like, okay, well, I'm always going to have Bowser back yeah. there because like he makes shells two times bigger and gives them spikes on them or whatever. Or like, yeah. like some, something like that. And I think that could definitely create a competitive environment like smash where you're like okay i'm only choosing baby because you know on this course that we're on it's more productive to have small bursts of speed than like long spurts or whatever um yeah. and like you could like balance like okay well the front throw for this for this duo is really good but the back throw is bad but the front throw is just so good that i'd rather have this duo than anybody else or whatever um I just really want to fanfic make this next Mario game. Yeah, no, 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 100% yeah, Nintendo. I'm, I'm, I'm freaking hit Ian up because this is gold yeah. right here. I'm <laughs> yeah. like 100% sold on all this. So, no, I'm 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 totally into these ideas too. But I think I think like just the the general re, like unfortunate reality of these is, and I don't think it's I don't want to actually unfortunate's not the word, but it's like you know they they make these games for like a, a broad audience, like for sure, for, for sure. Yeah, and they make it for like young kids. Like much so what younger. you're saying is the Bloodborne That's, Hunter will not be on the duo. <laughs> exactly. Or it'll be or it'll be like a chibi cartoon version of him. I want like that. Stout. I want that like, so bad. <laughs> I'd be fine with that too, but it'd be silly. But I, but Do I don't think you're gonna see like the blood so what is it like a like blood soaked demon cthulhu monsters come on that's a good like, one you know hanging out in the background of a, of a mario Kart stage yeah but, can, but here do you want to hear the most hurtful <laughs> the most hurtful version of this hypothetical mario Kart game okay what's that all the characters from like what is it the mario the rpg the thousand year door or whatever it's called or super mario rpg <laughs> uh what's, his, the, what's the pinocchio man uh gino uh, gino Gino. Gino, in this hypothetical version, he's, he's one in. of the main characters. Yeah, <laughs> That's how you know it'll never happen. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Poor oh, Gino God. fans. Yeah, exactly. I will say, me, that that was kind of surprising in our, you know, slight spoilers for our podcast ultimate uh, reunion with our DLC predictions for our characters. Uh, like, that was one character we were kind of unanimous on, weirdly enough, was, was Gino in, in some regards. Um, I don't know. I don't know why. Uh, like, cause you're, cause he is like a weird niche character, but I don't know. I guess just like, he he is that weird. Like, I feel like he's like that weird lasting character that like has like so many fans behind him for so, for whatever reason, whatever reason. Like, and he's like, I feel like he's like one of the last left characters. He's like, you know, we we kind of got all the characters that way had like way more like fan popularity behind them, so to speak. Like, you know, we got you know Sonic was highly requested for so long, like like years and years ago. Um, going back and then like you know i feel like i feel like once he finally got in then we then they moved on to another character which was mega man and then mega man finally got in with smash 4 and then like the, like it kept going down this list like right and i feel like ultimate kind of like got like the true ones with like ridley and king k rule in the game like i feel like those were like so highly requested for so long 
that they finally got him in. But I feel like Gino was kind of like a, that weird straggler, like in the back in the back of the club with all these guys, with all these other uh, characters that people really wanted. And he's just like, all right, now he's all now he's all that's left, to an extent. Uh, so I, that, that's, I guess that that's where my mentality was coming from with putting him on there, and and all all the other guys agreed with me, and I was like, all right, cool, yeah. <laughs> so God bless Gino. Yeah, he might he might be in. Who knows. Uh, but yeah, that's I, I I love your hypothetical Mario Kart. I, I I'm in a weird way. That's like one of the games I'm pretty I'd be pretty excited for is just to see what it is because I because I did like Mario Kart Eight. I like you know the the like you know I, it's a I think it's like still one of Nintendo's best looking games. Oh yeah, it's mm. gorgeous um, for sure. Um and I and I liked the of course the music was incredible and and again like like as they as they did DLC for it and like started kind of branching out to other Nintendo stuff. Um, and they did like kind of the cool anti gravity levels and stuff. Yeah, I'm just really curious to see like, all right, where do we go with Mario Kart from here? And and like, do they make it some kind of ongoing game, or do they make some kind of double dash style reimagining, so to speak? Uh, you know, I, I just I'm just curious like what it is now because like I feel like Mario Kart 8 was like a big hit for them. Mm. it definitely was we'll see yeah it definitely was and i just think that if they added some of the you know what we talked about in the aspects of double dash into a more like where you play as two people uh with all the great things of mario kart 8 it would be basically a perfect mario kart game mm-hmm. no no 100%. yeah i'd be totally i'd be totally down for some 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 even if it's just like maybe not like the core, the core Mario Kart for whatever reason, and then just did like some kind of double dash mode. I'd be, I'd be cool with that too. Just adding like more variety, because like I don't really, I, I like, I like racing in Mario Kart, but I don't really like the battle mode stuff. Mm. Um, like I, I just kind of got boring for me, and I'd rather them then like take the time to maybe make more interesting ways to like, you know, changing up ra- racing styles of like have like a double dash mode where where you you do have two characters and they have and it plays different slightly differently. And it's like a different way to play, like through and race through different tracks that they're already in the game or something like that. I think it would be cool mm. too. One hundred percent, I agree. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Mario Kart. Uh, we started with Min, we started with the Min Min DLC. But yeah, we we got here. Uh, now it's time to get into some Pokemon. Heck yeah! Oh buddy, oh buddy, we got a lot of Pokemon news <laughs> over the last like two weeks or so. Uh, basically, they had, you know, I, I still think it's strange. I mean, granted, it's it's now after the fact, so looking back on it's strange, right? Of just like they had like a kind of a little like basically like a like a mini Pokemon Direct uh, one week where they announced like uh, well, well one of they announced something very exciting to me personally, and I'm assuming you guys too. It was a new Pokemon Snap. Oh yeah, and like mm-hmm. I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty stoked. Hell for that. yeah, let's go. That that's yeah. that's super hype. Yeah, it looked it looked gorgeous. I loved the look of that game, and I and I, and like if it ultimately, I, I'm sure I'm sure it won't just be like a one for one thing, so to speak, because obviously it's like different environments and a whole lot of new Pokemon. But even if it is just kind of like I'm on rails and I'm just taking pictures, like I'm totally cool with that. I'm I, but I'm sure there will be some people that are like, why would why would I pay sixty dollars for this uh, or something? You know, Easy, some, some dumb. Yeah, exactly. Like I, <laughs> Easy, I, I you just would. pay sixty dollars, yeah. bro. Exactly. Yeah, pay, that's yeah. how you do it. Take take my yeah, take my money. You pay six dollars um, is gonna be a good game. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. I'm curious nice. to see what they're gonna do, especially since like if you think about it, not only has like 
the gaming population changed in terms of what they want since mm -hmm. the creation and sort of like implementation of Pokemon Snap. But so has like the world of photography. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So like, absolutely. are they going to make like this? Is it going to be like Pokegram or something like that where you can like take selfies <laughs> yeah. with the Pokemon? Because yeah. that would be very Oh, that'd be so um, cool. Like, yeah, like there has yeah. there. Like that's like yeah, that's like a number one thing. Like there has to be some kind of social integration with this game. Like if they don't have that, I think they've like seriously big. Like, oh, big, no, I was I was thinking Oversight. like this was like let's say for example like you go on the rails and then there's like an open field area where like depending upon which level you're in, like let's say you're like in the first like beach level, you have like you know the little crustles or um sand sandy gast or whatever they're called, uh, like yeah. little sandcastle mm -hmm. Pokemon, and like you as your player character can like hit a button on the the camera to create a selfie yeah. or whatever and like you as the player character like wh whoever you are can take like little cute selfies with the animals which is like a right, thing that yeah. is like a huge thing in um uh australia on these like island called i forget what it's called but like um it's an island with these little mouse things called quokkas and like yeah, so there's like <laughs> yeah and like it, it's a precedent in the real world and i like i think it would be cool if they like implemented fun either like maybe instead of doing just photography you could do videography too like make a little pokemon movie in there or something or like take selfies or or use more filters and sepia or, or something i don't know I'm, I'm curious to see what they're gonna do with it or gifts can you imagine like a like a a tiktok version of pokemon where you like see like little pokemon doing flips and you do like a gif recording of it essentially yeah that would be I very want, fun yeah i want like I, i'm not really that versed on tiktok i just see like them randomly on twitter but i, I could <laughs> Just yeah, some some per, some person like recreating some scene with like yeah, a bunch of Pokemon stitched together in it. Yeah, totally. Like, uh, yeah, no, I totally agree. Like, I, I'm I'm curious of like you know just the overall idea of integrating you know modern photography, like you said, like filters. Yeah, or, filters like, and or, like, frames. Yeah, they're gonna give you like filters and frames that you can do. Um, I no, I, I I totally agree with that. But I was I I think I meant just like if there's not a way to like do all that stuff and then just immediately be like all right just post these to twitter or post these to something like through the game which like i know you can do it through the switch but like that's kind of i feel like like not like 100 percent great right but like you could do it but i think like i think the if the game itself had like a better system that you could just do it like a, directly and immediate from the game right which is like here just take all my best pictures and just like throw them up on twitter or like on an instagram or this or there and just like if you know, I feel like that'd be just like a super smart, easy thing for them to do, and that would blow up like so fast because like you know, mm. the day that game comes out, there's just millions of pictures everywhere mm. and little videos and everything. Like that, like it's already be there anyway. But if I be like a, a a simpler way to do it to like easily upload that stuff for everyone, like it would it, be wild. One hundred percent. Yeah, super excited. Hopefully, like you guys think it's coming out this year, right? Yeah, I want to. I want to say they they said somewhere it's this year. They just didn't give like a specific date. I don't think they gave a, a release window at all. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I'm not sure, but I but I think it's this year. Yeah, I hope so. Because um, right now, like, yeah, uh, I, so I think we talked about it last uh, last time I was on. But like, Nintendo, uh, like you know, until we see a direct, like right now, uh, my mind says like Nintendo's not going to be releasing much uh, this this holiday and. Um, I'm still like really confident we're gonna get Bayonetta three this year. I think it's finally time for that game to come out. But like, I feel like they're gonna focus more on remasters and ports um, this year, and then uh, while PlayStation and Xbox are doing their thing. 
Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely curious. Like, I, I think you know, I feel like I feel like this is also something that's said on like every Nintendo thing ever. That like I feel like there's going to be a direct someday, but like who who really knows at this point because how crazy everything is. Um, but I definitely, I mean, I would say I definitely think there's going to be something after Paper Mario is released, which is like in like two weeks, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely insane. think insane, insane that that's a thing. Yeah, I know, right? The whole he's a whole new Paper Mario, by the way, and they just dropped that on Twitter, and it it's yeah. still and it's still got probably just as much views and likes as like it would have like in, during a direct or something, and mm. and I think like honestly like at least for now while the like things are still kind of not great and everyone's kind of still like you know in quarantine like I feel like they could still just kind of do that like you know Paper Mario like you know have Paper Mario come out have like a bunch of tweets about its release and then like a week later be like all right here's the uh, you know like you said like maybe Bayonetta 3 it's finally here and it's coming out later this year or you know what whatever game you know and essentially like it, it would have its own you know spotlight and a big boom on social media you know just like oh. a, a good direct would right I'm just I'm just imagining now like the day that Mario um, or not Mario the fucking What's his name? Um, Paper Mario, sorry. So mm-hmm. when Paper Mario co- comes live, they have like a, a paper origami Pikachu come up. And then Pikachu's <laughs> like, what's that, Pikachu? Your game comes out two months from now? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and then like, it's, like a, wow. it's like a reveal of that. Yeah. But then for Pokemon Snap, they have like the same situation where like the day that Pokemon Snap comes out, they have like the camera guy. And then you hear off screen, it's like, I don't know what Bayonetta sounds like, but like, <laughs> like, listen here, stop taking nothing, no photos for free, Bayonetta 3, direct coming soon, essentially. Yeah, they each get kicked in the face. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. 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 I, I, honestly, I, yeah, I'd be 100% on it. But like, there's got, but there's gotta be a, like, there's gotta be a direct by sometime this month, right? Like, yeah, it, yeah, and I, I would say like, there's, there's gonna be something i think sometime this month oh uh, yeah i would even if even if it's an, even if it's not like a full-on direct even if they do like another like mini kind of thing again like they did yeah back, i think it was back in march which w- also feels you know again like 78 years ago be- yeah because and, and i think we talked about this last time too is that because they didn't show who the new character was after min min i feel like that they say they're saving that for a direct right uh so yeah, yeah i oh my gosh uh, like if, if there isn't a direct by at least announced by the end of July, I'm going to be dumbfounded. I'm just going to, I'm going to be like, I don't know what they're doing over there. Yeah. No, yeah. Can I, can I say something in regards to the next smash character that I think it just popped into my brain, like a dream Mm -hmm. or like a a nightmare. I think how insane would this be? Cause I was thinking of like characters that have like distinct fighting styles that are very popular in both Japan and in the U S Right. That like have like mass appeal that would be insane to get that also have video games. Do you know who I just thought of? Who's no. That? Can you imagine how nuts it would be if when we <laughs> when we have um like the next Spider Man movie? Stop. We have Spider Man swing in <laughs> and be in Smash Brothers. Because I'm saying, like, oh. J- Spider Man is insanely popular in Japan and in Asia. <laughs> so, like, to the point where they had they recreated his like his own Japanese version of the show. You know, we have right. characters that are like human proportions already with Snake and everything. And like, I know that a lot of the licensing stuff is tied up in Sony, but. You know, we already see that Sony is kind of okay to give their properties away if it makes them a ton of money, right? So, like, sure. so can you imagine if at like the same time that we get Miles Morales P- 
PS5 or whatever, they put Miles Morales and or Spider-Man with multiple (laughs) costumes in Smash Brothers. Like, I just think that, like, as insane as that sounds when I lay lay it out like that, I'm like, wait, no, that kind of makes sense in a weird way. Uh, So, first off, I... just saying. Like, don't get me wrong. That'd be insane. That'd be hype. Um... But it, it, it's never. I don't think it's ever gonna happen. Uh, but like, yeah. the reason w- <laughs> yeah. the reasons why is because I think I know he definitely said it regarding anime. But I'm pretty sure Sakurai like isn't going to add anyone that isn't from a video game like originally. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he, um, yeah, he stated that like. Yeah. Because like, everyone was, like was just like, like, like give us ago, Goku, give us Goku, yeah. and he's like, no. <laughs> um, yeah, because like, his specific statement said. Um, I, or I don't remember the specifics, but I, ne- I remember he basically like the, the he referenced in in there. He said he specifically said, like Goku and Iron Man. Iron Man were the characters. Mm-hmm. He said like and it was like a he got asked in some interview like years ago, and he but he and he was saying like yeah like I, I like this will always kind of be f- like video game characters. Um, yeah, hear me out. Well, but, but, but I but I, I hear I I do hear you. All video game developers are liars <laughs> <laughs> that's that's fair and it's literally look to any interviewer like oh yeah this thing's not gonna happen cut to the game being out it's like gotcha guys. everything happened but everything did happen yeah another thing to put into fact uh into perspective is that uh sony only has the rights to spider-man films the rest mm. go- is disney as far as i'm as far as ah. i'm aware so yeah right. I mean, i don't know man bob Iger. If you're listening, <laughs> he's, he's, me, a, he's, a, he's me, a big Irrational Passions fan. Let me tell you. Give me Mr. Spider-Man, please. Can I please have the Spider-Man? Mm-hmm. Just put him in. That's it. My only request. Please give me the Spider-Man. Yeah, let him, let him shoot some webs at Pikachu. Or something. I'm t- bro, I'm telling you, in my head, I don't know how, why this idea even came to me, but like, it came to me like in a flash of inspiration. I think that the man upstairs, a.k.a. Sakurai, was saying, hey, the next guy's going to be Spider-Man. And I just sent it into my brain. <laughs> And then, 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 then Spider Verse. Uh, the, then they'll put the Spider Verse soundtrack oh, in Smash. I, th- th- bro, that's what I'm saying. Okay, if <laughs> Spider Man does come a character in any way, shape, or form, even as like a DLC costume pack, I'm telling you, Irrational Passions owes me ten dollars US. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, and Irrational ca- uh, Passions Incorporated owes me ten dollars US in Nintendo eShop okay. money. <laughs> I'll, I'll, let, I'll let I'll let Alex O'Neill know that specifically. Be like, all right, you gotta let pay e- Spider Spider Man's in. You gotta give Ian ten dollars. Just saying, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. All right, back to back to Pokemon. Uh, Sorry, new, rewinding. No, back to Pokemon. Yeah, no, you're good. New Pokemon Snap. It's exciting. I think I think it looked beautiful. I agree. I, I really hope there's like a lot of cool like. You know, I think there's a little bit of it in the first in the first game, which granted was a Nintendo sixty four game, so it was not like a super in-depth thing but even then like i think there was some stuff of like you know if you if you if you take a a certain a picture a certain way like professor oak would give you points like like points if it was like a good or a a bad picture like depending on like what they were he would give you more or less points right isn't that how it worked uh yeah yeah you basically depending on the photo depending on like what uh your points were your or what your grade was or something like that it's been a minute since i played pokemon uh snap yeah, I I, I want I kind of want to like play through it again or just rejog my memory of that game because I remember, I remember playing it when I was younger and like loving it. Like I definitely remember very specifically like doing the thing where we I went to Blockbuster and had pictures that I took from the game like printed out because I was like right by a Blockbuster 
And they had those crazy Pokemon snap machines there. I totally remember that. Um, but yeah, I, I could totally see something like that again, where like now you're taking pictures and maybe if you like, you know, use like a filter or like some kind of framing or maybe they're, maybe they'll go even more depth and add like weird like aspect ratio or whatever, you know, doing ISOs mm. or whatever, just like any kind of crazy, you know, anamorphic like, lens, yeah, anamorphic lenses or like, you know, <laughs> having like, you know, different, different, like, you know, taking a, you know, different, uh, frame size picture or something like that, you know, all kinds of stuff they could do. And then like, you know, ha- you know, take, take a, uh, I don't know, I, I, I'm not that uh, versed on like photography terms, but, you know, taking some super artsy pictures of like a Snorlax or a Pikachu and then like putting some I, I think, stuff on there. I think that if they stuff. honestly like had like some sort of like pokegram or whatever that like you could like upvote or like heart different photos and like the right. best photos would be aggregated to the top. I think that would be pretty cool. But I know that like maybe like they would just disable like um, captions on it or whatever. Sure. Yeah. Like maybe that could be a thing, but like I'm 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 tepid about them doing like online features because they're kind of always like half done because you know Nintendo's very scared yeah. about online portals and stuff. But I think it could become this like interesting thing, and you know I think the one frustrating thing about Animal Crossing for me was that like they they built this like robust world where people wanted to take 3D photos or sorry photos of these 3D models in their Animal Crossing world, and then didn't really give us a place to post these photos. Or right. videos so we, they were kind of like relegated to twitter mm-hmm. but like having a game that is literally in the name about photography uh you know to me that's like a, a no-brainer to have some sort of like online portal where people can post their favorite photos like you could search by pokemon that are in the photo you could search by like filters used. you could search by number yeah. of likes like you'd search by you know like what if you uh, here's a crazy thing what if you could do, do like your region so like you go to your region and like, let's say like, I don't know, everyone in the U.S. has a bunch of Charizards or something. And then you're like, oh, I wonder what the Japan region is taking photos of today. And like you go and it's that just would be all cool. Pikachus. And you're like, oh, huh. Yeah. Cool. I, that's interesting. Like, um, and yeah, I don't know. It could be a fun thing. And like, uh, you know, weather and things like that could take part of that as well, which would be really interesting. Yeah. Oh, my. Can you imagine if they integrated it with like Pokemon Home and like you could go back to your air quotes Pokemon home and like you could transfer one Pokemon a day to take photos of in like the animal crossing style studio or something. That would be really cool. Yeah, It'd be, be really cute. I mean, again, I'm curious to see how they're going to integrate everything, especially given how much bigger a uh, property Pokemon is now in terms of like it's digital media. Oh yeah. It's like now all encompassing. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know. I'm the more I talk about these ideas, the more scared I get because I'm very afraid that it's just going to be the on rails game that it was before. Right. It's just um, going to kind of be very. I don't want to like hype myself up, right? But like, I don't know. I mean, we'll see. Like, there's tons of inspirations from like Jurassic Park and stuff in that game, like the on rails aspect and like, you know, mm-hmm. it being almost like a Disneyland ride is fun. Um, and it was very novel for back in the day. But I think that now, you know, games have changed. And I think games people require more for from games i think um yeah. as indicated by people's like opinions towards the new animal crossing right um i, I so I'm, I'm just afraid that either they're not going to put enough in or people will just be asking for too much do you know what i mean yeah no i no and i, I totally agree I, like i was trying to uh look at some of this stuff like the i linked in our doc here that like the, a page to the, the actual official website but there's not much else really here yeah. I was looking maybe if there's like a date or something. The only thing I noticed here was it said make your own photo decks. 
So, mm-hmm. so like, I what guess, does that mean? Yeah, exactly. That so I was like looking at that, and, and that could be something like as simple as like you know, hey, you can you can more specifically pick pictures of Pokemon you take to be like the 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 the, the, the input for this Pokemon in something. But like, I, I I still hope there's a way to like share stuff. Yeah, um, I, in interesting ways, like you said, I think that that's definitely what it comes down to. Is like. There, there has to be an inter- like interesting ways to like share these photos with like either pe- people in the game or like more direct links to social medias or of some kind would I think would work really well too in, in some fashion, um, or or just you know having it be more centralized in the game uh, would be very interesting. And then yeah, just like more systems of like like have you know again even if it's stuff like you know being able to take pictures of different dimensions or different. Uh, you know, being able to like you know, more have like more options when you're taking photos, um, and then being like rewarded for having all like you know, going out of your way to like take an intricate photo of a Pokemon would uh, be really cool if they figure out a way to like reward that in game. Yeah, the, hmm. there's definitely got to be a lot more just because just knowing because the original Pokemon Snap like while great is like a very straightforward, quick, and it's a pretty like short game and but and now like with the amount of again kind of what uh ian said earlier with the amount of pokemon that's available now and like how far pokemon has come at this point like this i'm i expect this game to uh be beefy like not that in this expectation that like i um i think it's going to be like i i i'm saying like it better like <laughs> it's like it right, better yes. have like uh, a lot um because there's really no excuse at this point uh so you know with uh, so many years since the original that this isn't uh, a big beefy game yeah no I, i'm interested i'm like just re-watching the trailer now to see if i like missed anything before um in terms of just like little things like I can't. It's hard. It's hard to tell because it's like again. It's not really like. It's like kind of like a like a fun little reveal trailer more so than like showing gameplay specifics or anything like that. But um, yeah, I'm I'm definitely hopeful for it. I I am pretty much all with you guys. Of just I hope it's more than just like an on rails thing. Or even even if it's like you know I am on rails. Like there's more active things I could be doing. And like that N64 game where it's like, I don't know, I threw a, I threw an apple at this Pokemon and it kind of danced <laughs> around. Or, you know, there was yeah. some there was some like cool things in there, right? Of like you threw an apple. If like wasn't it like on the on like the volcano stage, you threw an apple into like a certain like lava pit. Uh, you could get like you could like make a Charmander run in there and then it would jump it would evolve into a Charizard and jump out or yeah. something. Which like, is not you know, how Pokemon like works at all. We're yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. We're just yeah. kinda buck wild. But mm-hmm. still a V. Yeah. And and like you know that stuff is like you said it's like it's like fun and novel, but if if this was like you know, they full on made a, a sixty dollar game that is just kind of that again, but just with like I don't know we have like way more Pokemon now, that would be like that'd be like fun but not like eh, okay, it would hmm. you know it would just I would you know it would be fun and I would just kind of move on, where I think yeah. like they they could do a lot more and interesting things with it, um, which Agreed. I hope they do. Um, but from I, th- I think that was definitely the the biggest announcement out of all of these. I guess just you know personally speaking, 
um, or in terms of I'd say excitement levels. Um, oh yeah. Because in that, because in that, uh, in the other, um, they had in the, in the the other announcements they had in that specific one was Pokemon Cafe Mix, which is kind of like a free to play kind of puzzle game where you're like building a little cafe. Pokemon, I I love the art style of that thing, but I I I just you know it's not my foray of video games or, or personal interest in games, so I just probably will not uh, check it out. Uh, but that's that's like I think that's already out. Um, and so that's yeah, it's like free to start and it's available right now. I think. Yeah, yeah, and it's on it's on Switch and it's on uh, mobile phones. I'm pretty sure. Um, so there was that. I, I don't remember. Oh yeah, the other thing was Pokemon Smile. That was the other thing in that one. Yo, let me talk about okay, go, Pokemon okay, Smile, right, bro. Go off, go off. Um, it's nothing. It's just it's it just helps you brush your teeth. But it's very important. Um, yes, it is no, important. I, I like so. I guess this. So I got it as a meme because I said I saw my friend Bob Wolf uh, mess around with it, and pretty much all it does is that it takes your front-facing camera, it has you like s- like sit or stand or whatever in a certain position, and it tracks the motion of your toothbrush. Um, and based off of how much you're brushing, how fast you're brushing, um, it like, you have like a Pokemon that you choose in the beginning of the game to like help clean your teeth. So like I chose Squirtle. (laughs) So every time I brush of the, with the right speed or whatever, uh, Squirtle will like throw a little water bubble at like these germ monsters, um, that are obscured (laughs) purpley germy looking Pokemon. Uh, and then at the very end you have like a boss monster that's covered in plaque or whatever, like purple plaque. And if you hit it enough times by brushing the right way, um, you catch a Pokemon. Um, and you mm. can collect um, new. And like the funny part about it is that when you're brushing, they put like a fake hat on you that is a Pokemon. Um, and you get like you can unlock random hats by doing different things. Like the one that I'm wearing right now is Muck, and he's like just a gooey, oh, very happy hat. And you get him by going to like the Pokedex, and like there's an animation of like Muck falling from the top of the screen to the bottom part of the screen, like sliding down it. You click it, and then you get this hat or whatever. Um, anyway, talking That's before about, like, novelty or whatever. This game is, like, very novel, and, like, I always, you know, I always have problems, uh, like, remembering, like, minor tasks throughout the day. So, like, to have a little app that's like, hey, it's time to brush your teeth. And, like, hey, three minutes sure, this yeah. is the longest time that you want, right? And, like, okay, like, you're brushing either too much or too little, and, oh, here's this, like, silly photos from you brushing your teeth. Like, it's, I know it's designed for kids, but it is, like, I think a fun, cute little way to, like, you know, keep track of your self-care routines and stuff. I think it's important. Yeah. Yeah, like, I ultimately have, like, no, I, like, I, I will probably never use it, but I have never, it's usually, it's like you said, I think it is obviously very much a thing pointed at like children and kids and like a parents of, of children to be like, Hey, do this thing. And here's like a fun, here's like a Pikachu dancing around and, you know, showing, <laughs> brush, brushing your teeth with you. Like that's, I, I can totally see the appeal of that at the end of the day. And like, exactly. so, like some kids, like I, I would say like, I think by the time I got into Pokemon, I was old enough to like not be into that. But I think I can totally see like an age range of, you know, if I was much younger when I got into Pokemon, I would have been like, "Oh yeah, cool." You know, I would have. I, I, I probably would have. It would have. It would have tricked me, right, to be like, "All right, yeah, brushing teeth. All right, catch these Pokemon. Let's do Hell it." Hell yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I, I could totally see that scenario as like a young kid. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, they they that was like the first of the Pokemon kind of direct thing, and at the end, um, the uh, is that that's Ishihara. Was oh, that Ishihara? Is he the president? That's his name, right? Or no? I'm thinking maybe the wrong name. Uh, but he's possibly yeah he's the he's like the president CEO of Pokemon Company he was giving the whole presentation um, and he said like all right come back and we're gonna have a new presentation on a big project a week later 
uh please look forward to it and like man that's that was a like it's it's not necessarily the announcement but just like how they did that of right of like they they let the internet speculate for an entire week and then like build up a hype right and then it kind of blew up in a lot of people's faces because we got pokemon unite a pokemon mm-hmm. moba mm-hmm. Mo- mobamon pokemoba <laughs> i just love hearing cam in the back like, <laughs> like <laughs> no i'm yeah, crying. crying oh i thought I'm it was crying. giggling i couldn't tell yeah. my baby oh, no. yeah i see him i see him I, yeah, for, yeah, for, baby yeah for uh audio since his audio Cameron or our camera came on the video and is crying and holding his Johto starters because we did not he's literally on the last episode we were talking about getting let's go Johto <laughs> uh from from uh hopefully as like the next Pokemon thing uh and that clearly, you mean let's go Meryl and Pichu oh right, yeah let's go Meryl and Pichu why <laughs> why have you forsaken me <laughs> yeah let's let's go Meryl or Pichu yeah I, I would be down yeah and um <clears throat> And I, and I will say, like, I still think those games are very possible. I just think they're, they would be next year. That's kind of was just always my feeling on, like, you know, I think everyone thinks the next, whatever the next games end up being, it would either be a new Let's Go, which would be Johto or uh, Johto. Sinnoh remake. Or, or it would be the Gen 4 Diamond and Pearl remakes uh, on Switch. And I, and I, I definitely mm. feel, I definitely agree with, like, that's, like, obviously that's kind of how their cycles have always gone, right, in some weird way. A Pokemon releases, but um, <clears throat> I just figured that would be next year because uh, I, I felt like it would be weird for them to undercut the the DLC they're doing for Sword and Shield this year. Um, but yeah, we're getting Pokemon Unite, a Pokemon MOBA game that'll be on Switch and uh, on phones. I don't think they said it was coming soon, but I don't think it is out yet or has like a proper release date. But they said it's not that far off uh, in that little mm. video presentation. And basically, yeah, it looks kind of, I mean, I'm not super knowledgeable about MOBAs. I think the, the vibe I got from some people was definitely like it seemed like a lot more of a, obviously, you know, Pokemon. So it's a lot more kid friendly and kind of a little bit more basic. So I don't mm. know if people, maybe people were, some MOBA fans might have been turned off by that maybe potentially. I mean, I mean as someone who does play League of Legends quite mm-hmm. a bit, like, um, I, don't, I was not torn on it. I was, like, split, I guess we'll say. Like, mm-hmm. I'm definitely intrigued. I'm curious about it. Um, but, like, I'm just... I, I kind of like with Pokemon Snap. Like, I think it's something that... Um, you know, it's something that could be very interesting given the right ideas and mm-hmm. time to bake in the oven. But I'm kind of tepid about how much time it's going to get. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. How much care it's going to get. Yeah, and, and like that's, but it is being made by the same studio that currently has a MOBA on the Switch. Uh, it's called like Legends of Something. I can't remember oh, the name off okay. the top of my head, but oh, really? um, it, hmm. they already have experience making MOBAs on the Switch. And it, from okay. someone who's seen that other MOBA been played, it looks good. It plays well. I've had friends that played League play that one. They said it's fun. Um, so I'm confident in its ability to be a good MOBA. But I'm curious to see like what level of difficulty, what level of challenge are going to be kind of like incorporating it, yeah, you know, or incorporating with it, I guess we'll say. Yeah, because it it did seem like a little bit different because like I I know like mobile basics of like it didn't seem like there was necessarily creeps, but it was more like you were going to these spots on the map, uh, and kind of like holding them, and then like you were capturing Pokemon, and like that kind of takes and then like that gives you points, and then you like turn them in. Uh, 
two and you turn those the turn them in essentially to like get points mm-hmm. and like whoever at the end of the match uh with the most points wins like that's kind of how it seemed like it was um <clears throat> and then like there's like a yeah like a limited amount of like pokemon they show but i'm sure like you know if that thing like you said like if that thing does take off which i think it'll still do fairly well because it's a pokemon game um it's like you know they mm. could they could slowly feed in new pokemon and a whole bunch of stuff um but that it definitely gave me the vibe of like um a pokemon game i really like that's like i feel like didn't get the fairest of shakes was pokemon tournament that came out on wii u and then mm. got port of switch i think that's it's a very fun game and i and i just like you know i think that, that thing was me of like you know also what i got from sword of sword and shield of even just like the basic line of just like seeing like a much more fully realized like pokemon world right of like you know obviously like the 3d games like the 3ds and the ds games are great and i love them but they're you know they're sprites and pixels and you know uh, you know very basic looking even though like the worlds are cool but you know you always have that thing in the back of your mind of just like whoa what, what is this what if i saw this world in this big open 3d space and like you know like you know they're they're great at like making the, making those worlds make your imagination run wild right so i so i think i just really like pokken tournament from the that that aspect of like having a a, a full on HD Pokemon game that was like taking that imagination and world of Pokemon and like bringing it in this like higher fidelity finally, mm-hmm. um, so I like I really appreciate it from that perspective and it was just like a fun game to play like it was cool seeing a bunch of Pokemon in that high fidelity and like seeing them like give them these weird personalities like making like you know Sceptile's a character and he's like kind of like sort of like a cocky like he kind of acts cocky in a lot of his like animations what like in, in between battles and stuff and kind of like you know, ashes septile yeah and like having like you know garchomp and stuff like you know drill around and jump around and like roar and like be like this very imposing looking pokemon like you know mm-hmm. obviously seeing the sprites and like some of the anime and stuff but then actually seeing that like in this full hd game was just really cool um and yeah, I just I just like that game. I just think it just didn't get a fair shake in a lot of uh, perspectives because again it was it was it was trying to be kind of like Tekken but didn't go all the way with Tekken, and also kind of mixed in another weird aspect. And I think that kind of turned some people off that it didn't go all the way in one direction and try and be just like a more proper Tekken because um, because I think that game could have been so much more as a as like a bigger game of just like. <clears throat> They could have released that game and it just could have they could have just at, kept adding pokemon in it and having like new pokemon with different cool fighting styles and it would have just been really neat uh but they never really mm. got there with it uh but like th- that could totally happen i think with this game too of like you know mobas are very are still popular even though like i feel like uh you know at least from the outside looking in that they're kind of more set so to speak right of like you know there's league and there's dota and there, there's definitely yeah, other. There's it's, definitely. It's there's very defi- hard to jump in. Yeah, you know? there's there's definitely other mobas out there. Like you said, like there's ones on there's the one on Switch, and you know there's like Smite, and you know there, there's definitely other ones that exist. But like you know you can't really. There's no. I don't think there's. I. It's really hard to see another moba coming in and just somehow t- like like overtaking those, like right away. You know what I mean? Like that, that just seems yeah. like. I feel like if, if that were to happen, it would have already happened. You know because um, sure, those games sure. have been around for so long um so you know but this but I, but I think like this game has the potential to like find its place in on switch again we'll see we'll see what happens if they put the 
if they put the proper care into it. I mean, again, this is being made by like a third party. So like a, a not, someone who isn't the Pokemon company, I assume that they're like overseeing a lot of that sort of stuff. But I mean, we'll see. Um, yeah, again, I'm cautiously optimistic, I think, is the uh, is the key phrase here, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, to- I totally agree. Like, I, I don't see myself getting into it, but I could see it doing well. Yeah, I can see it doing well in like in Asia territories, but I uh, like I, I don't know about it. I don't know about America. I feel like MOBA. I don't know. I feel like kind of like that wave of MOBAs is over, at least in America. That like you have the MOBAs that you like, and getting releasing new MOBAs nowadays and making them successful, I feel uh, is hard. It's kind of similarly to Battle Royale. Like, you, mm. unless you have like something, you have a history of like excelling in first person shooters or or something like that then like then you know you have a chance um but if not then you it kind of just uh falls apart like that one and then there was like that one game uh that crucible game that came out from amazon that was like uh not battle royale but it was you know that new like uh live service game and that that game is already like kind of falling under hot water because amazon's like not supporting their own game which is weird um, so I, you know, it, it's Pokemon. And so, so obviously there's going to be people that are, inter- that are interested. Um, but I just feel like it's really, it's just kind of late. Yeah, I, I could, I could see that. And I, and I think like, like you said, I think I definitely heard the sentiment about when they announced this, like, it seemed like, even though it might not necessarily like blow up in some places, like, like you said, like, like here in the U S I, I, like the, it seemed like it was maybe a play to get Pokemon more popular in like you know territory like China, or maybe it is not as popular um, as it is like here in the U.S. and Japan, um, and maybe some other places around the world. Like maybe that's they're just trying to make Pokemon like you know as wide appealing as possible in in some ways, even though like it already kind of is. But but also like you know trying to make a MOBA seems like another pull, pull to just be like all right we want to get more people just in in the pokemon sphere and know pokemon and know this brand and know this thing <clears throat> and I, I think that's at least, at least what unite i think what they're going to try and do with unite in like you know somewhere like china and other places where like you said mobas are a lot more prominent and you know th- there's also like internet cafes where people play those games like all, all day and stuff like that yeah. you know that's like it's still like a very big thing um in those territories so I, I definitely agree like i could i could see that scenario where like he, here like you know it's maybe popular for a little while then kind of just like fades away but like then you, know, you just hear some story of like hey man there's you know million dollar tournaments of pokemon unite over you know in china or, or wherever you know i could totally see that happening yeah yeah for sure um yeah again like i think it'll be uh like there'll be there's definitely there gonna be those people that want to play it but uh you know i think that in america at least like the people that play their mobas like play their mobas and then with when new mobas come out like they're not they're not really going to give it much of a second thought you know so um, but we'll see. I'm interested. I, I, I could real like at the end of the day, I could see it going anyway. I could see it being a huge success. I could see it not being a ex- success. Um, I'm just more, um, hesitant on, 
on the game as of right now. Yeah, yeah, that definitely. It's definitely a. We'll definitely wait and see what happens with Pokemon Unite. It could be. It'll be interesting to say the least. Um, it's funny that it's called Unite because it's uniting two of the most toxic fandoms, oh, Pokemon and League of yeah, Legends. It's, yeah, it's pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that's a good point as well. Yeah, it's. Yeah, even in the gameplay, like I don't understand like what was Unite about that. But any, anyway, um, th- that was all the, the, the big Pokemon news. Of- jump into any switch games we're playing i think the large thing we'll talk about is pokemon isle of armor dlc um because I, I you know because we already pretty much talked about the other stuff of like you know i was i, we, I played the animal crossing updates and you know Min Min and smash uh but the, that was like pretty much the other big thing i've been playing on switch uh when that came out like you know i think it came out like two weeks ago right sort of the isle of armor DLC. yeah like two weeks ago i think so yeah yeah something like that and basically yeah it's uh, the first major expansion they added this whole new wild area uh the <clears throat> the isle of armor and you know it's you know it has like its own little storyline and you know it has a whole bunch of new or not necessarily new but like returning pokemon that were not in the base game uh now to catch in this environment and um yeah i would say like you know generally just to start i, I think i i really i really enjoyed it um it's not like you know it's not you know i think i saw some sentiment of people like not being into it just because I feel like for whatever reason they thought it was going to be some big game-changing thing, even though, like, it's still Sword and Shield and it's still, uh, you know, you know, it's just a wild area, more or less, with, like, a lot of new, like, a new wild area, but with, like, some more new things to do in that zone. Uh, but, yeah, I like it. I, I like the characters. Specifically, like, I like uh, Mustard. Uh, Mustard is rad. I'm a huge fan of mustard. Yeah, yeah I was ha- I was happy to see the character. Yeah, <laughs> also yeah. the condiment, I guess. Yes. <laughs> yeah, there there's basically like the whole the kind of story of it um, is yeah you go to the Isle of Armor um, and you basically get like and you basically like join up with this dojo on the island uh, to like train up. Uh, you know, you first you first you do like a bunch of little missions, but essentially it, it devolves into you are training up this. Uh, I guess I guess it's considered a legendary Pokemon, right? They call it a legendary Pokemon, mm. Cub Fu. Yeah, I think they in it. I don't think they like specifically say it is a legendary Pokemon, but like by the parameters of the video game, it is a legendary Pokemon because you can only acquire it in the DLC. I think. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, basically, you get a Cub Cub Fu, 
and then you basically train it and then you get to then you have the choice of going to these two big towers on the uh, island and that will let you train it or let you basically choose how it evolves into urshifu and like it gives it different attacks and different typings uh depending on uh, which tower you choose but yeah which is super awesome i i can't recall that ever being i guess like technically um black and white 2 had um Oh my god, Kyurem, which had like the black Kyurem, white Kyurem, but I, I think that was uh, contingent on which version you got. I've never, or I can't recall off the top of my head, a specific Pokemon game that gave you a legendary Pokemon where it was like two forms, here you go, and they're both in the same game and you can choose. Right. Maybe like Mega Mega Mewtwo X and Y, maybe? Yeah, yeah. But no, that was, was game yeah, dependent, I think, actually. Yeah, I was trying to remember that too of like the Megas. Cause I, and I think you're right. I think like you could only get like Mega Charizard and Mewtwo X or Y depending on which game you had. Like I don't think you could choose X, Mewtwo X or Mewtwo Y in, the, in a single like game just like if you just had Pokemon X. Yeah, like, depending yeah. on which game you had. Okay, yeah. So yeah, I think you're right. I think this is kind of the first time they let you choose. Like basically you can have it be a dark like a fighting in a dark type or a fighting in a water type um and then you get a it gets a unique ability uh for for each of those typings uh depending on what you did so i think i picked i picked the dark type urshifu uh and my you mean you chose uh ryu i chose ryu yes I chose, he does, he's got I big got ryu dark. energy i, got, I think yeah I got, he has <laughs> and my urshifu has the dark ado um and the dark, the, <laughs> you, what is it like um what's that meme with the two cats it's like you lack hatred or shifu <laughs> yeah yeah no and i and i like that form like i think that i think they are they look the same they just they have like different fighting stances where like i think uh like, yeah they have different um they have different like uh particle effects i think it is and they have um different exclusive moves that only they can learn yes. that have similar um effects to it like i think it's um the dark so i think both of them have an ability where when they use that special move it is a hundred percent chance to crit yeah no matter what Mm -hmm. like no matter the type or anything um on top of stab which is same type attack bonus and and any other sort of stuff on top of that yeah it's a a Um, really powerful which is insane yeah um so for the dark type it's like a high power move uh like i think it's like 90 base power or something like that but it only hits once uh and i think it's called like dark assault or something and then the water type move which is exclusive to the water form is surging strike which is it hits multiple it's i think like 30 or 35 base power but it hits three separate times uh and each one of those times is a crit which is a (laughs) multiplier on top of that which is like and and the nuts thing is that like this is how you know that this is for like people that actually care about this sort of stuff because like i had someone explain the math to me where it's like okay let's say for example you're fighting a rock type pokemon or a pokemon with substitute right substitutions uh hold half of the the health that it's created with right so ideally or sorry um the dark type move even if it is very strong and it crits and everything like that you're only hitting one time so if you get rid of that substitute your opponent can still hit once but with surging strike if you manage to get rid of that substitute by the second hit eliminate the substitute and then get a free hit on top that is a crit depending upon like what your stats are your bonuses whatever is very interesting uh, and and has the potential to to mix things up at least from a pseudo competitive um, POV. Um, so long story short, the Pokemon are good yeah. <laughs> and they're interesting. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. I definitely 
I, I like I like Urshifu uh, and, and design wise and just having them uh, run around having them like run around with you because that was that was like another fun thing they added they like that's the thing I would say I like the most overall about this DLC is like all the quality of life things they added in it uh, and like uh, granted unfortunately a lot of them are kind of just tied directly to the DLC and kind of you don't really see them kind of outside of that to an extent like. You know, they they added they added one thing I feel like has been asked for for a while, which is Pokemon can follow you again, and like it's you know I saw some people kind of being like a little negative on it because it is a little a little is like just a little bit awkward, right? Or like because you because you'll kind of move ahead, and like if you move like certain Pokemon like cannot keep up with you because like they kind of they're slow. That's the whole yeah, point. Yeah, exactly. And I, and I think that's like a like and I think that's like a fun way to do that. Like I think it makes sense. When you know mm. it is not, it is not like you know Hark Gold Soul Silver, where it's like it's like a sprite that just kind of and it follows you. Yeah, and like it is like you you were you were an actual op- like open wild area world and like walking around a three D space and this Pokemon's with you, and they tried to like recreate like the Pokemon's actual speed they would be. So like there's some Pokemon like Cinderace or even like Inteleon who are like fast and they'll like if you if you're just like doing normal walking speed that like what will happen is like they will. They will kind of start in a slow walking speed, but you'll get a far enough ahead where they'll start to like try and full on run with you, and they'll just kind of like <laughs> run run into the back of you, and then kind of like stop and have to kind of they kind of just keep doing that over and over again. So it's kind of like silly. Um, if you mm-hmm. if you're on a bike though, they will kind of more follow you a little bit more straightforward. But then there's like the opposite end of like you have like uh, I don't know like a snom or like some like really like you know snom yeah like some kind of like smaller Pokemon that is super slow. And they like if you just you you just kind of run away from them and you just won't see them. They'll just kind of keep kind of teleporting in your general vicinity, more or less. Is that kind of how it works? Um, kind of, yeah. Like it'll wait until like you stop, and then it'll yeah. give you back. Yeah, no, um, no, like kind of like warp back to the you. Pokemon. Yeah. Um, so like I mean like it's I, I'm still fine with it. Like it's not really like a make or break thing. There there is like there's there's only like some in, like the one can gain convenience I found is like some of like the sizes of them. Or actually, even though, like, they, you know, some people complain about them not being, like, true to size and whatever, whatever. But, like, having, I, I had Corviknight following me and that oh, big-ass bird just, like, I'm just mm. trying to ride my bike around and, like, figure out where I'm going. And that whole ass bird will appear and just literally take up my entire TV screen and, like, fly next to me. I'm just like, all right, I can't. I'm sorry, Corviknight. Here, you, I like you. Stay in the ball, I, I like you, but, yeah, I can't, I literally can't even see where I'm going when you, when you're flying next to me. Um, but then there's, there's like nice touches too of like, I don't know if you've seen, I think I, I pointed to you out in the streams, Ian, but I don't know if you've seen it yet, but like, if you have like a flying Pokemon or like a water Pokemon, they will like follow you into the water where like, you know, if they're, if they're yes, I did see that. Yeah. Yes, like, I did. Uh, yeah. If, if, if they don't, if they can't swim, they won't follow you into the water, which like, which is like, makes sense, I guess in some, some form. But like, if you have like, you know, some, some water Pokemon, they'll just like go into the water and like swim behind you. Or if they fly like a bird, like a bird Pokemon, they'll like fly next to you, and you, you can kind of swim through the water with them. And it's cool. Hell yeah! Uh, yeah, that that like it's nice, and again, like it's cool. You know, it's always the fun thing of like seeing the Pokemon in the world and like seeing all of like some of your favorites. You know, just being like, hey, I'm just I'm just gonna ride through this area, and just a bunch of Scyther like flying around, and it's and it's cool. Like mm-hmm. and here's Heracross is hanging out and. You know, just you know, you, you go into the oceans and shark torpedoes chase you and stuff. Uh, Truly, a horrifying yeah, situation. Yeah, it's it's pretty messed up the how 
like like literally every single one is just like gunning for you and it's like oh god this is messed up um but yeah it's overall i i enjoyed it um you know i i i i, I you know for for you know like there's there's a lot of you know discourse around sword and shield that i that i personally disagree with some of it but i also like see like agree with some aspects right it's like a, it's like a weird conflicting thing uh but i but over i really like the game and i i like i like this just like from the like you know somewhat design aspect of like what are you know they're clearly thinking about the next pokemon full proper pokemon game right like gen 9 now right of course, like you know now they're kind of just finishing up dlc more or less so like seeing kind of maybe some of the seeds of that in this dlc and you know like them doing them focusing on them being just open wild areas um and like adding in things like you know <clears throat> more features or like pokemon are following you again and you know you know you're you know the, doing like you know in the next one there's going to be kind of more multiplayer kind of like raids and going into caves and doing raids with like friends and stuff um just yeah it just makes it really interesting to me from like a gameplay perspective and like seeing what game freak is thinking about for pokemon game like proper console pokemon games yeah i mean we'll see we'll see what the next pokemon game will be based off this last dlc i think that's kind of where we're going to be able to see where game freaks heads are at in terms of what the next pokemon game could be do you know what i mean Mm-hmm. yeah no I, no I totally agree like I just I, I'm very curious to see because I mean I saw I mean I, I'm, I'm taking some of it with like a grain of salt because like there were some data mining things in the um for for mm-hmm. that DLC uh, that I saw online um and like you know it's again it's not for sure but people are people kind of found what the you know they basically had like the code on the, the, the like the map screen where you can like kind of select like the maps uh there's like code for crown tundra and people were able to like get o- over to it and they were saying like the crown tundra is potentially like as on the at least on the map looks looks as large as like all of galar <laughs> but like it yeah from, from like pretty from, nuts. from the size of it but like i don't actually think you know in game it would necessarily be that but I, who knows you know you don't really, we don't really know for sure have like that'd be wild to have like that massive of an area again in a whole DLC. Yeah, I feel like I heard somewhere that at the very least that Crown Tundra was going to be bigger than Isle of Armor, but yeah. like I uh, but I don't know if yeah that big sounds um, sounds pretty crazy. Yeah, um, I, I definitely I definitely like I saw I I kind of saw it and like people just sh- like and it is like a vi- like a pr- proper video of like someone pulled up the. Like the map in in in, a, in, a, in, a, in a, like I guess like a you know modded or whatever data mine version of Sword and Shield, and we're like showing it and be like, yep, here's here's Galar, and then here's where like the Crown Tundra is gonna be, and you could see like the little like kind of blue square dots that like showed like where you could like fly to. It didn't have like the full on like art of the map, but like you know he was scrolling up and down where all the dots were, and it was like this like the same in size. Like you know, you could scroll down and part like up and down you can see like the other parts of galar next to it it's like okay wow that's like i I don't know what to how to feel about that but like i i I just i don't know if that's actually legit or anything right so i yeah i don't i don't know um but i'm definitely looking forward to it regardless because i want to see again how those like kind of multiplayer 
uh, dungeon things work. And, you know, I, I hope, I hope there is, I will say like, I hope there's like a little bit more like story kind of stuff, which it seems like there might be mm-hmm. with how, like what, like kind of that DLC is about where it's about like some legendaries and, you know, like legendary, like the legendary birds and legendary Reggies and stuff. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see what that's all about. Cause I, cause like I, I liked, I like you said, I like mustard and I liked the like rival kind of gym trainers that you meet in the, the DLC, but like, you know, the, the story part of that, of Isle of Armor, you can, I think you could probably what beat that in like two, three hours if you just kind of just like yeah. mainlined it. Yeah. So, I just got to, yeah. uh, Cause I, uh, cause I knew they were going to talk about this and it's like the third podcast I've been on where we're going to talk about, uh, uh, Isle of Armor. And I was just like, well, I should, <laughs> I should just get the expansion pass and, and play it so I can actually contribute to something regarding this topic. <laughs> cause I was going to wait till Crown Tundra came out and just play them both back to back like that. So I yeah. started it and then I realized that I didn't do the epilogue for the base game. So that's what I did from oh, for like uh, yeah, most, yeah. most of my play time today. And then I just got to mustard in isle of armor so that's where i'm at right now um nice so, uh, mustard is awesome yeah, yeah no mustard, like his introduction cool. his introduction was very was very cool i'm looking forward to uh yeah seeing the rest of it yeah m- mustard he's got big um he's got big what's it called vibes um he's got like big professor oak vibes yeah i could see that okay like t- he's got it like, I feel like he's got other stuff. Like, you know, the idea of like Professor Oak, he's like, hello, I'm a nice old man. And like, then you're like, you got other stuff going on, don't you, Gramps? Yeah. And then yes, like in the, yeah. in the anime, they kind of make jokes about that, like that he's got other hobbies and stuff that he's into. Yeah. So. But yeah, I, I was, I was going to say like, I would, I would say also he's, he's like, there's definitely some Master Roshi from Dragon Ball Z vibes as mm. well. But I would say, I would say like not as like horny or kind of creepy as Master Roshi <laughs> is. I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> Honey though. Okay. Yeah. Honey, you, though. Yeah. You never know. They, they are, they are married. You're right. So you never know. Yep. Um, but yeah, I, I like when all you're the, married. You're horny for life. It's, it's, that's, yeah. that's how it works. <laughs> um, but yeah, I like all the, like, you know, again, there's a lot of nice, like, um, quality of life features again, like, you know there are um you can you can basically get items and ingredients to basically uh make poke uh pokemon that can gigantamax into those new like unique gigantamax forms you can basically take a pokemon that didn't have that and uh make this max soup uh by collecting like these these like gmax mushrooms or honey and then you you can um basically make which them, i thought was genius make by them, the way make them gigantic uh, yes i love that too as like again i'm not somebody who's like super into the competitive scene but i love like collecting all of the pokemon and catching everything um i i like being able to like all right now i can actually work towards getting all the gmax pokemon because i that's something i just like like doing i feel like also on top of everything else like it's like you said the competitive aspect of like man i have this pokemon i really love it it's got like all the ivs i want yeah. it's just not gigantamax and like having the Gigantamax form, I think it's kind of like the icing on the cake, yeah. right? Um, and the fact that they kind of took that ability for you to control that away kind of sucks in a way. Um, so, like, now you can have, like, a shiny Gigantamax, perfect IV, you know, whatever Pokemon you want, and they now give you that control. It is, it's behind a grind wall, I guess we'll say. Like, the grind isn't crazy heavy, but, like, it is somewhat of a grind. Um, but I think that, again, the beauty of this game specifically 
and its DLC is that they had this original original vision for the game. It is what it is. People weren't happy with it. Uh, at least some people weren't happy with it. Then with the DLC, they've kind of put this effort in to course correct those issues that a lot of people had behind the scenes, I guess we'll say, where, like, again, we'll never know, or we won't know what the Crown Tundra stuff is until it comes out, right? But the, you know, awesome part about um, this DLC is like, hey, you guys were complaining about the Pokedex? All right, cool. Here's a bunch of old Pokemon that are fan favorites. You didn't of, like that, the Pokemon. wild area? Yeah, and like, oh, you wanted some new Pokemon? Okay, cool, we got a new legendary. Uh, we have new story stuff. We have new characters, like all that stuff you liked from the story. Boom, we got that here. Um, we have old characters returning from the story as well. Um, we have, you know, more of the world fleshed out. Oh, you liked the wild area. You liked seeing wild Pokemon running around. Got it. We got a bunch of that too. Um, and, and it really does feel like they're listening and actively engaging with criticism in a positive way. And I think more so than anything, you know, that's what has me excited about this new face of the Pokemon company moving forward. Um, and hopefully N Nintendo by like by and large as well, uh, because, you know, as fans of Nintendo, like we've, we've all been a part of the situation where like, man, I really wish they did this, this, and this, but it's Nintendo. They're just going to do what they're going to do. Right. Um, which is almost like a blessing and a curse, right? Like it's this thing where you're like, yeah, I'm super happy that we get games like Ring Fit Adventure and Splatoon and, and stuff that we never would have expected. But, you know, there's always that, like, small tinge of, like, man, I wish they kind of acted like other game studios, you know what I mean? Um, but it seems as though with the way that the Pokemon company is acting with this DLC, um, it seems like they are actively engaging with the feedback and will, they're willing to admit vis-a-vis -vis their actions and D DLC, hey, you know, we might have had to put more Pokemon in here. That's our bad. Sorry about that. Here you go. Yeah. And, you know, fan favorite Pokemon get new versions, too. Here you go. Like, it's it's great to see is what I'm saying. Yeah. No, I 100% I, I agree that, like, it def I definitely felt that of, like, things that, like, fans had been asking for. They were like, all right, here it is. In this, in this you know, granted, it is a DLC, and it's like, you know, there will, there will still be people who, like, you know, poo-poo on, on that aspect or whatever. But, I, but I, I'd rather see them it still, they're at least doing it, right? They're doing the work to do it regardless if it's, you know, only in the DLC, like they're still like, you know, seeing what people are saying and like criticize that we're not in the, in that base game. And it is now here. And they like, you know, they, they did the work to show that like, all right, yeah. Okay. This is what you want. Here it is. You know, now, you know, now I think in, and in, in, in the backwards way of like people can compl complain about it, but like, you know, they're doing the work here. And if you're not supporting that, that like that might hurt that in the long run, you know what I mean? Where they said like, Oh, well, People, yeah. you know, they, they that that's like they that, they can directly, you know, that's totally a thing that could like back like blow up in the in in like the the kind of the like I kind of I'm chuckling myself now because like it'll it blow back into the the, the community because they're just being like kind of shitty about everything, right? Like they're saying they're complaining because yeah. all these things are in the game, and now finally in this DLC, it's in this game. And like, but they're gonna sit here and complain that's DLC and it should just be in the base game, and then they're not gonna buy it. And then Pokemon companies go like, yeah. "Well, no one bought the DLC where we did all the stuff, so people don't want it. So we're just gonna do yeah. something else now." You know what I mean? Like, it, it's, yeah. it's it's here's the beautiful thing that I've learned over time about Pokemon fans and me 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 included, right? I and I have to use uh, a different person to explain this example. It's my best friend from back home, Robin, right? He plays a bunch of video games. He's a gamer. He plays like Nintendo games. He plays PlayStation 4 games. He plays everything, right? 
um, when the new Pokemon game got announced, he's like, man, you know, I'm watching these YouTubers online, man. Pokemon's bad now, dude. And I'm like, is it <laughs> though? Like, we've been playing it for years, man. Like, are you not going to play this version? He's like, nah, man, I'm not getting it. I'm like, damn. Well, and again, keep in mind, I've played every single version of Pokemon with this kid since we were in the third grade, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yeah, okay, man. Like, you know, that's your that's your cross to bear, bro. Go for it. The day the Pokemon get, comes out, I get a text from him. And again, we're talking like weeks up until the game came out. He's like, yo, bro, look at this. Look at the pop in here. Look at the texture here. Look at this. <laughs> right. Look at that. Like, he, he was essentially like a part of that Reddit echo chamber yeah right and i was sitting here i was like yeah dude okay i'm still gonna play it right that's just who i know that i'm gonna play because that's like a a franchise that i love right cut to the day the game comes out get a text from him he's like hey yo bro i've been shiny hunting for five hours in the first area (laughs) i'm like what and he's like yeah bro i got the game i'm like didn't you say that you were never gonna buy another pokemon game again he's like dot 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 yeah i know but i had to get it because it's good and i'm like okay so I think that that's like a microcosm of how a lot of the Pokemon community yeah. acts is that like, man, the game is dog trash until the game comes out and then everyone's playing it. And like you get that feeling of like joy again and you're like, OK, I guess we'll play the game. And then you, everyone goes out and buys it. And that's indicative by the sales numbers of Sword and Shield. Yeah. So the, 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 yeah, then they have the they have like the other action of just like, the, you know, this you know, this game's trash. I put I put like three hundred and fifty hours in it. It's got so garbage. I can't believe I did. You know, it's all this. And it's just like, why? Then why did you play three hundred and fifty hours of this game? And you could just go sit here and like yeah. dunk on it and like call it a trash fire and all this other stuff. Yeah, yeah, like it's yeah. yeah I don't I, the whole community. Sometimes I just I can't. I, I haven't can't. played like the only Pokemon game where I was just like severely disappointed in playing like from just more of a story and just like the new Pokemon perspective. And I think me and Ian have like interacted and we're kind of on the opposite side of the pages with this one on Twitter. But um, I really didn't like black and white. The, the first one, I think black and white two is mm. great. I think black and white two mm-hmm. has a great narrative um, are like arguably one of the best in the series. Um, but I really mm. just, you know, while I like the, like the technical aspects that they, that they um, added to those games, I didn't like the, like, like, I couldn't name you more like up to five of the new of that generation Pokemon that I actually like really like the design of. Um, I, mm-hmm. I, I just really disappointed in that sense. But like, Valid, and, yeah. and just ever since Hoenn, I would say like, I'm not on the, t- like, I'm, I'm not like, you know, your friend Ian where I'm just like, oh, Pokemon's ba- bad or like it sucks or anything like that. But Pokemon <laughs> yeah. hasn't been the same for me. It just, it, it just has for evolved sure. to something else. And I think that's like a better mm-hmm. way of looking at it. It's just like, at the end of the day, Pokemon is designed for kids. Um, so, mm. you know, and when it evolves to something that is different from the Pokemon that you grew up with, then, you know, for some people like me, it's just not going to be the same anymore. Um, not particularly, mm. but that doesn't mean it's particularly bad. Um, right. You know. Yeah. And I think uh, that's like the most adult take you could possibly have, right? Yeah. Like, that, friend of, that friend of mine is like the uh, the far end of the extreme, right? Like, I, I use him as an example because he's, I think, very indicative of, like, people I see in a lot of, like, the Reddit and, uh, right. like, very critical, like, hi- we'll say hypercritical communities online, right, where, like, they'll say one thing and then the game will come out and they're like, it's the best game I've ever played. And, like, we're kind of seeing that with, like, you know, The Last of Us and, like, all the sort of, like, yeah. turmoil behind that, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, but, but the thing that I always like to reiterate, right, even when I bring up that story about my best friend from back home, is that... He's not wrong, or his initial opinion wasn't wrong. It's just that I know him very well, and I think that he is a um, a hallmark example of like someone who is 
who is hypercritical with the intention of shitting on something as opposed to jumping to hypercritical with the idea of like, you know, like forwarding what they believe is the true version of that product. Right. And, and I talked about it a lot with with Mike when we talked about One Piece a while back, where like being critical of something, I think, is how I think a lot of adults show love. Right. You're like, oh, this is an amazing thing. I love it so much. It's great. However, right. I would love for it to have done it this way. Right. Because mm-hmm. right? now that we're adults and like we create our own stuff, we do podcasts, videos, you know, what have you. Right. We're in the nature of like production. Right. So it's like in our it's in our like our heads to like try and manipulate something to be what we want it to be. Yeah. Right. Um, and if it's not what you your like your idea or your mind's version of Pokemon, that's completely valid. And I think that's that's totally, you know, within your right to be like, oh yeah, this is like not what I would have liked it to be. It is Pokemon, but Pokemon again is this weird thing where it's made by I mean, literally the po- people that made Pokemon Gold and Silver, like arguably the best like Pokemon game ever made, yeah. right? Yes. 100%. They're just not the same people, right? Like yeah. literally the team is different. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they had a big thing where like the the art director behind Sword and Shield, like they made a whole, whole big thing about like their staff becoming more international and it's a British guy. Yeah. Yeah. Working at Pokemon Japan designing stuff, right? With mm-hmm. a very distinct and different style, still within the Pokemon subgenre, but again, very distinctively different mm-hmm. than, you know, past Pokemon games. And that's that was a hard thing for me going into Sword and Shield where like I'm someone who you know, Pokemon is my like safe space. We'll say where like no matter what it changes, I'm still like in for the ride because I just love the idea of like a monster hunting game. Right. Um. And I, you know, initially I got really defensive of people being like Sword and Shield is trash. It's bad or whatever. I'm like, all right, cool. Enjoy. I don't know, like something else. Like get out of my way, essentially. Yeah. Uh, but now, you know, looking back at Sword and Shield, I'm definitely in the camp of like, yeah, it it's good. I enjoy it. There are tons of things that I would have changed. There's tons mm-hmm. of things that I would have moved around. Um, and and that's fine, right? Like, it's, it's okay for something not to be perfect, yeah. right? And Because they're yeah. never going to be perfect, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, yeah, I, I totally agree. Because I, I, I had, like, I was the thing of, like, I wanted to do a full review review uh, when the game came out. But I just, at the time, I was, like, a little burnt out. So I ended up not doing it. But I did have a, ri- I did just take the script I had uh, for it and, like, put it on up on our, our th- site. And, yeah, it, it was definitely a lot of sentiments of that, of, like, I was... It's like, man, I just, you know, I, li- I like Pokemon. And like you said, it's like, it's the franchise that like kind of started my games enthousiast, enthusiast, <laughs> like, you know, and just lo- love of video games in general. And, you know, even though this game is not a perfect that it is, you know, a, a realization of like something that I had as a young kid growing up and wanted out of, wanted out of Pokemon of like always having those ideas of like this this true dream big pokemon world to run around and explore and and having pokemon like all around you like flying around you know running running through the fields and doing whatever and like yeah like sure there's you know i i can walk through the wild area and like if i'm online it it runs at like 15 frames and this these like (laughs) it's a powerpoint it's a powerpoint or like sure whatever these a couple trees in in this environment that I that I walk by for two seconds, and I'm not actually going to sit there and stare at for you know you know 45 minutes, and and you know break down its intricacies on a on a, in a screenshot online. Like sure sure it's going to look like a fucking Nintendo 64 tree or whatever the fuck, mm-hmm. but like again yeah. I, I I get to exp- I, you know it's there's still like so much enjoyment from that game of just like running like walking into the wild area. And just like walking up to this field of grass, and then just like Pokemon, just like, just like 
you know, sprout out of it and just start walking around. And like some of them will just like literally like, you know, you know, notice you and like be like some some will be like, oh, I'm going to I'm going to run up and F up this dude because I'm, you know, a yeah. menacing Pokemon <laughs> or, or some are like Machamp or, or like some like yeah. smaller ones will just like run up to you and be like curious and like kind of like look at you and like, you know, make the little Pokemon barks or whatever. And like it's just like, wow, this that's cool. Like, that's great that they like, you know, these Pokemon are like feel like they're living in this world too in some some senses um yeah and just you know there there's still a lot of a lot of problems and i think they will you know like you said i i hope that the isle of armor dlc is them looking more directly at like all right yeah these there are there are some criticisms that we can answer at least in this dlc right now and hopefully in the next game maybe we can we can you know keep keep working on the stuff and you know blow blow the blow these freaking jerk socks off in some way um and mm. and make something make something cool and, and like I, even saying that liking sword and shield i could still be excited for them to like make it make a new game that is you know that you know now now that they have this and like you know not, i don't want to sit here and try and be like mr full-on defender or anything but like i think like something that's i think a fair Thing to you know not throw this all at game freak as like this is like their actual first like console video game of the scale which is wild to think yeah, about it's like they did they didn't make those like the, they there was console pokemon rpgs which are fantastic games we talked about a little bit in the last episode too like i love xd gale of darkness i have not played coliseum but those are made by and like even like battle revolution on wii to an extent like all of those like games were made by a different like like group i think it was like genius sonority or some 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 development company that i don't think they actually exist anymore but those those were the people that made those rpg games like poke like game freak only ever made like the the 3ds handheld pokemon games and like you know they, they they've done a couple smaller indie titles but those weren't like these grand ambitious things i would say like sword and shield in some ways is like their most ambitious and like biggest game they have like made to date and i would say like yeah it's not perfect but it's also the first thing they made so like i i, I like how could it have been this like way perfect thing even with as much money like you know sure yes pokemon's this massive thing and they have so much money like they can't just you know like they can't just learn all of these things all of a sudden magically to like make this game what people kind of what i guess they wanted or whatever but anyway I think Pokemon. yeah, Pokemon Sword and Shield is, is a fine video game. I love Armor DLC is great. Uh, I'm excited for Crown Tundra, and I think that's gonna do it. The the end uh-huh. yeah the end. Uh, the yeah end. thanks thanks so much, uh, Ian and Cam for joining me on a trip to Nintendo Land. Uh, Cam, where can uh, people find you on the internet? Oh uh, yeah, you can uh, find me on Twitter at the Cinephile Guy, um, and I stream on twitch.tv slash the Cinephile Guy, and then you can follow Dual Shockers at Dual Shockers uh, and DualShockers.com. Cool. And Ian, Mr. OK Beast. You can find me on Twitter at Ian Why Not. I also stream at We Ian We and Why What. That's yep. English is my first <laughs> language. Um, at We at Ian Why Not. I almost did it again. <laughs> Ian Why Not on Twitch as well. Um, I also produce videos over on uh, okbeast.com. Also, I think it's okay at okbeast now on Twitter. 
Um, and also, I do an uh, anime podcast where I talk about anime. That's the A Plus Anime Excellent. Podcast, which is A P L U S A N I M E on Twitter. Oh, um, yeah. We had Mike on talking about one. Yeah, dude, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. I'm excited tight. to oh. this next. Is there, is there a chapter tomorrow? By the way, or no? Is that next week? There should be. Yeah, there this, should this be. One, okay, so this, this one's gonna be exciting. So, 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 because I know that you got like, especially you and you stand like One Piece like so much. Um, mm-hmm. Hell yeah! Like, is it? Is it really worth getting into from the beginning? Like, like yes. you know what I mean? Like, is it worth like? Cam, yes. bro, I'm gonna tell you right you're, now. You're, you're, here's you're, the thing. Yeah, here's, you're, you're, here's you're, like, you're like in here with like two, like like at least I like two big One Piece stands. Here, so here's the thing. <laughs> so, I just don't. I have me. such little time to watch television. Oh, so don't watch it. Yeah, that's your first step. So on, do you have an do you have an iPad or a cell phone? I don't like. I would rather watch it though. I, I know what you're so going to like read the, the so, manga, but yeah. like I would rather yeah. well, watch it. I get yeah. that, but here's the here's the small issue with the the anime, and I think this is what held me back from getting into One Piece for so long. Right? Is that thirty minutes times nine hundred? Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's and what like you get into. they and but with the manga, it's you don't have that problem. Is that I can read a chapter of One Piece in like ten minutes if I'm taking my time, right? And I think that. There's a lot of stuff, especially in the early One Piece days, where they were trying to figure out their art style and trying to figure out mm-hmm. like animation budgets and stuff that kind of can detract a lot of people, um, at least from my POV. Yeah. And the beauty of it is, is that I, with the manga, you can put that down, pick it up whenever you want. It's no big deal, right? Mm-hmm. With an episode of anime, especially with me, I'm like, all right, I'm going to put on the big TV. I'm going to like do this and that and like prep myself for it. And it becomes like a whole big thing, right? That's why I much prefer like tight 15 to 20 uh, episode seasons for anime and then manga, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I, can, I can read a shonen until like chapter 1000 or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. So that's, I would do it via reading the manga. Um, but if you do want to do the anime, there is, um, there's what's called catch up movies, which uh, there's three yeah. two hour movies that essentially compile the main arcs without filler that you can watch to get up to the current arcs in the show. Um, I think it's called like the Blue Sea Saga or something well, is what it's called. Do they, um, do they go all the way to the the most current saga? I don't think they went all the way there. I think they, I think, I think they go up until Whole Cake, until like the new animation started. Oh, really? Wow. I'm pretty sure. I would just, but yeah, I, we'll we'll talk about it another time, Cam. But I think that it's definitely worth it to read it. But if you want to do yeah. watching, I would watch the the compiled movies. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Well, I had to, uh, bro, well, I promise. If you can be a if you can be a Kingdom Hearts fan, you can be a One Piece fan. I <laughs> what does that that's, even that's have to do with that's anything? Actually very, that's actually a very good point. Yeah, that's very true. How is that? How are those comparable? <laughs> well, so I think the comparison. Uh, so people, as as someone who is, a, I I would like to think a fan of both, yeah. is that when you tell someone I love Kingdom Hearts, the first thing that you get back is like. Herder, I can't believe you played the rhythm game and the cooking game that was part of the mainline story. And you're like, well, because it, it's important. It's I, I like the story. I like the characters, right? And like you have to kind of, it, I, I think the comparison between the two is that you always have to defensively defend why you like it. Do you sure. know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. I understand what you're saying. And you have to like almost like lawyer yourself into convincing the other person that it's justifiable. Um, but then as soon as that person plays the first game or like reads the first arc or watches the first arc, they come back to you screaming, crying, and you're like, I can't believe I didn't play this before. I can't believe I didn't read this before. It's so amazing. I, I'm so sorry or whatever. Like that's like happened to me so many times with both Kingdom Hearts and One Piece. Yeah. 
um, where like the uh, what's it called the first like um, what is not rate of admission whatever it's called like the thing where like getting someone to watch that first episode is by far the most difficult aspect um, but then once they watch that first episode or play the first game they're like hooked right Do you yeah know what I mean mm-hmm. yeah and I was okay yeah because because I'm not I'm not particularly opposed to committing to long form you know because I like I watched all Naruto I watched all of Naruto Shippuden like Dang. yeah no I love I no yeah right. we yeah I we got to come on and I got to come on and talk about Naruto because I can talk about Naruto dude of um, course I love Naruto of course man um you know I don't want to be like like I like anime I'm not, I wouldn't say that I'm like um a super huge anime fan just because I don't have the time mm. to watch anime but there are a bunch sure. of anime it's, that I yeah. want to watch. That's, uh, well, hey. that's that's kind of where I'm but, at. Yeah. If you like Naruto, that's yeah. kind of yeah, where I'm at with anime too. Place for you. Of like that now, yeah. and now I just read everything. Like I just have the Shonen app, and mm. like it's just like it's like yep. One Piece, My Hero, and uh, Black Clover, and then I just I just I just Ooh, I just read I just I like I'm caught up on those because I started from the animes and now like the mangas, all the current stuff. So I just I just well, now it's easy because obviously it's like they're just one chapter a week. So it's like once a week. So now yeah, since yeah. I'm caught up, I can just like I, on Sunday night I can just it, lay in bed and just sit there and read through all of them and then move on. Yeah. But, but anyway, long story short. Yeah. Watch anime. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, plus can, anime. Can, yeah. I was gonna say yeah. <laughs> we're done with our trip to Nintendo Land, so now you can go. To to Weeb Land or Anime Land as well. Anime, yeah. anime, anime town. town, exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah. Thanks so much, everybody. Uh, thanks again, you know, uh, for listening to us on this feed. Uh, if you like it, you know, please subscribe. But we're all, you know, we're all I'm, we're here on all your favorite podcast services uh, around. Um, and yeah, we'll be back next month. Or actually, this will be out in July, so it'll actually be a few weeks. But um which will more than likely that episode will pretty much more than likely be our paper Mario and the origami King, like spoiler cast, I guess is what you would say. Ooh. Cause we're going to be, we're going to wait till that game comes out and we're all going to play it. And then we're just going to sit here and be like, I hope this game was really good, please. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's that's, that's pretty much all we're sitting here hoping for. And it does look good so far. So I'm, I'm pretty stoked for it. Uh, so yeah, yeah. we'll see. So yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was, just, I was gonna say I'm playing through uh, Super Paper Mario right now, and I like can't. even though it's not the traditional Mario, it's, um, it's good. I'm digging it for wh- I'm digging it for what it is for yeah. sure. Yeah. I'm looking forward to playing Color Splash and Origami King yeah. when that comes out. Yeah, yeah, Paper Mario is good. Play it. Um, yeah, we'll we'll get out of here now. Have a good one. Be safe out there. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.